Hello, and welcome to this very special episode of the SpoilerCast. As you know, we have a Patreon page where we release exclusive episodes of the podcast um, every week, sort of as companion pieces to our free episodes, which you can listen here to on, on, on YouTube and, and Spotify and everything. Uh, last week, we did the Planet of the Apes discussion, which was a part one. Uh, and the companion piece of that was, of course, part two, where we talked about more of the original movies. Um, and it felt like it was kind of crappy to, you know, put part two behind a paywall, because if you want to, you know, continue listening to the entire thing, you would not have to pay for it. So we are deciding to release it as a free episode. This is something we do maybe once or twice a year. We put out a patron-exclusive episode as a free episode, just to... You know, show you people what you're what you're missing out on. <laughs> so, if you enjoyed this uh, part two of our Planet of the Apes discussion, um, don't worry. Part three will be free. It's next week's uh, free episode. Uh, but you should check us out on Patreon.com/slash/DontMakeAScene, where we have literally hundreds of hours of exclusive episodes, commentary tracks, even some videos. Um, if only three bucks a month, you can get access to all of it. So support us over on Patreon. Um, if you want to, otherwise we'll see you in the next free episode. But I hope you enjoy this little sneak peek at the patron-exclusive episode. Enjoy. Hello! And welcome <laughs> back to the SpoilerCast. The show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. And welcome to this patron-exclusive episode. Um, which is a companion piece to our last episode, our last free episode, where we talked about the Planet of the Apes prequel trilogy. Kind of in in preparation or whatever for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which is coming out uh, next year for Memorial yes. Day, whenever that is. I don't know. Summer, um, I think? I think so, yeah. We we were a neutral country during World War II, so we don't have really have anything to <laughs> memorialize. Yeah, we were cowards and said, whatever. We, can... we, won't, we won't hurt you if you don't hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anywho... <laughs> Um, I was also thinking, Rebecca. Yes. And patron, uh, patron audiences, that maybe this could, um, or at least part of it, could be a a patron sneak peek for uh, for the free free listeners. Since uh, otherwise, anyone who's not a patron will not be able to hear this. Uh, what we hear, what we think of the rest of the Planet of the Apes franchise. Oh, you mean so we'll we'll upload this for free eventually. Or maybe yeah. this weekend or something. I don't know. Did something, I don't know. We don't have anything for this weekend, do we? Uh, yeah, Napoleon. Oh, right. Uh, we have to go to the movies? <laughs> yes. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was so nice to not have to do it for a while, mm, actually. A little bit, yes. Well, um, whatever. We'll look at that um, when we're done with the episode <laughs> to plan the sure, movie sure. visit, I suppose. <laughs> um... Right, so today we're talking yes. about Planet of the Apes. Uh, we we we've talked about the three new ones. Now we're going to talk about the first three of the old ones because there's too many to talk about in one episode. I mean, last episode we talked about three movies, took us two hours. This I don't think will take as long time, um, mostly because I yammered on about them so much already. <laughs> I yeah. know, I know. Uh, <laughs> um. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but yeah, uh, we're, we're just going to talk about the first three ones, and then I guess that's also the thing, like, 
Then we're going to end it with a third part where we talk about the last two ones, and I guess that's going to be a free episode then? At some point? Well, I don't know. I don't know yet. I mean, it depends on what we have to post everywhere else, basically. I suppose. All right. But let's start at the beginning, then. Again. Uh, Sort of. (laughs) Let's start with 1968's Planet of the Apes. Yes. Uh, I was going to say written and directed by, but I actually don't know. I mean, I, I know, but I've forgotten. In um, Franklin J. Schaff, 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 Schaffer? Schaffer? Schaffer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's the director, at least. Um, Writer, writers is Paul, a bunch of people, actually. Screenplay Paul, by Michael Wilson and Rod Serling. Right. And Pierre Boulle wrote the book, Le Planète de Singe. Which and is, John uh, T. Kelly added the additional dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. Words, that means, yeah, uncredited. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of the one of the like seminal sci-fi classics, I would say at least. Um, yes. From a year I realized 1968 had a lot of great releases, um, but we're not going to talk about that. But no, Planet of the Apes. Classic. I've been a fan for many, many years, like we talked about in the last one. I, I even read the book oh, almost you have? 10 years ago at this point. Yeah. I actually bought it at uh, Waterstones Ooh. when when I was visiting you in England. Oh in my god, yeah, that's 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, 2015. Jesus so, Christ. Uh, nine years this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, time flies, Rebecca. How does it feel to be almost 30? Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> well, you should know you're over thirty. So I know I'm th- I'm turning thirty four in in less than a month. Oh my god, you're half. You're almost forty. I'm <laughs> almost halfway to seventy. Okay, never mind. Never mind. That's not what we're talking about either. We're talking about well, planet we're of the talking apes. About time. So. Sure, sure. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> I had to rewatch these movies to be honest because well, I haven't watched them in ages, as I think I mentioned in the uh, free episode. Yeah, uh, me me either. I probably have <clears throat> haven't watched any of them since like 2018, 2019. But rewatching them, I do like. Okay, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. And yeah, a lot of parts I went. Oh, that makes sense. And oh, that's why they put that stuff in the new ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of for for such like heavy, very serious and well made movies. There's a surprising amount of silly fan service in the new movies. Yes, but I also <laughs> think they're. A lot of it's not just silly. It's like, oh, but we're 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 reinterpreting inter- inter- how do interpreting you interpreting the things from the original. Oh, sure, yes, and yes. just modernizing it a little bit, uh, making it make more sense with the storyline we are telling, sort of. Even though the storylines are very much similar, yeah, in certain the themes and all that. Oh yeah, they're just like change. Like I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit here, but in beneath. Uh, the Planet of the Apes, uh, the uh, the the weird melted off faces human cult people are, yeah. um, and the Gorilla Commander, um, both of them inspired, obviously, um, um, oh the Colonel. Colonel dude, whatever his name was, yeah. yeah, I forgot, I even forgot the actor's name. I know who it is, but uh, yeah, I, I, Woody Harrelson, names. Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson. that's right. <laughs> Like, he's a combination of those two elements. Yeah, and of course, 
he he calls himself the beginning and the end. There's a holy war. He even has the Alpha and Omega symbols exactly, on him exactly. or on his flag. Yeah, that's so what they, I'm saying. Like he is he is a combination of that threat, just making it nice. one thing instead. Yeah, it's kind of nice that they actually paid some uh, homage to even the uh, beneath the planet of the apes, which is yes. kind of the black sheep of the the the, uh, the franchise. Yeah, we'll get to that. Though. We'll get to that. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about the original. The original, yes. So, what did you what did you think of Planet of the Apes? I think I still think the same thing as I thought when I first saw it, that it's a very interesting concept. Obviously, I was a little bit like I was younger when I saw it the first time, but I'm still annoyed with the the, the fact that it's made in the 60s so it looks like crap for something for some reason. Or some that, reasons, yeah. you know. It Not won, all of it. it. It won an Academy Award for its for its uh, uh costume and makeup effects. Obviously, at the time it looked yeah. kind of awesome, but seeing it in the 21st century or whatever we're in now, <laughs> eh, eh, in the 2000s, eh, it looks, I mean, you can see the human mouths move within the monkey or the ape uh, masks. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> All right. Still, though, kudos, because it looks good. But I mean, if it was done today and it looked like that, I, that would have flopped. Major, well, yeah, <laughs> of course, and that's it's still a bit of a sore eye because I'm so used to today's technology and even like the early 2000s technology of movies. So that's always right. been a little bit of a eh, but the story is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like the themes and all that stuff that we've talked about that we mentioned in the in the uh, previous episode, and I still I remember being in, 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 entertained by it. But um, yeah. yeah, and I'm still entertained by it. <laughs> but I'm still, it's just, it's so like, ah, ah, it looks so weird with the, with the fucking masks. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think. There's yeah, a certain charm to it, but it's yes. still just, it's so jarring at points. That's what I would say. There is, there is a, a charm to it. Because yeah, obvious flaws um, in the makeup. Um, yeah. But once again, 1968, and kind of forget it. Yeah, didn't have the biggest budget. Oh yeah, that's um, true. And uh, I just, I just think uh, you, 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 for, <clears throat> you forget that they are masks after a while, though. For me, at least, I think because because of the uh, excellent writing and acting from the people in the the suits, Rodney McDowell yes. and um, uh, Kim, Kim Hunter. <clears throat> Kim Hunter, first and foremost. That's true, that's true. Um, they become yeah. the characters very much. You don't really think of them as humans in masks. When no, when it's, it's especially those two. Yeah. Cuz those are the ones we see the most of. Dr. Zayas as well a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I the rest of the the apes whatever, they're just apes. <laughs> they're kind of just background <laughs> people. You don't really I don't really think about them. No. It's a little bit jarring though. Characters. Comparing them to Charlton Heston and Linda Harrison, specifically the humans. Yeah. Because for some reason, I feel like they're overacting to like compensate for the lack of makeup or something. I don't know. Especially, uh, Char- it's more in the in the second movie, but Charlton Heston feels a little bit. I don't know if he's trying too hard or something. No, you know what it is? <laughs> you know what it is? It's Charlton Heston. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe it's is. just his style. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's his style. Uh, and and um, uh, what was her name? Linda Harrison? Linda Harrison. Yeah, 
she was like she was like an up and coming star or was a, this was supposed to be your star maker or something which just, which didn't really happen if I'm Cuz she wrong. didn't have a speaking role that's not no, how it I works know. then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, Charlton Heston is that's just the way he acts. Yeah, and, I guess. And his character is supposed to be kind of smarmy, I think. True. Um, yeah. I mean, he's this cool astronaut dude, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's an astronaut. He's an asshole. Um, uh, like, admittedly so, he, sa- he says. Like, he's kind of, you know, he uh, he talks about all the women he has uh, been with. And yes. Lots of lovemaking, but no love. And he's, uh, he, he's kind of supposed to <clears throat> both represent, like, um, uh... Not the best of humanity, but like modern like the res- day the resolve humanity, <laughs> and the resolve and and the pragmatism of of mankind, but also sort of represent what's bad about mankind a little bit. So we can, yeah, to we, to I, explain why the apes are. Yeah, both both that and uh, kind of to show why why humanity went the way they went. Yeah. And why he left. I mean, he says he left because, like, ugh, everything sucks over there now. It's bad. Sure. So, I I, I think that's it's part of the character for him to kind of act that way. She, she, sure. No, no, yeah, of course. But it's just, I don't yeah, like Linda it. Harrison is, <laughs> Linda Harrison is Nova. Yeah, she doesn't have anything to do. She's, she's, <sighs> she's a pretty. She's just there because she's pretty. Yeah. It's a, it's a bad role. Um, I mean, she's literally his arm candy. Yeah. I mean, his entire reasoning for bringing her along is like, well, I want a pretty woman. Yeah, like, I mean, he literally <laughs> says that in the beginning of the second one. Like, yeah. ah, maybe we'll start a colony. But I mean, they had a female uh, ast- astronaut astronaut with them, and she died. It's like, oh, that's a shame, and now we can't yeah. repopulate. Like, <laughs> yeah. First uh. of all, you did it wrong, then. It should be one man and several women if you want to repopulate something. Uh, can't yeah. have one woman and several men. Uh, doesn't also, really work. <laughs> you need more. You need more than four people. That too. I think. But I mean, it's a better chance if you have more women than men, at least, because you know, woman can only be pregnant, you know, one ta- one at a time, kind of thing. Basically, once a year. If you yeah, know. basically. So it's not very efficient if you just have one woman. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's that's kind of. Um... <laughs> If we're gonna talk, get in a little bit to the story. I don't think we're gonna do like we did with the last time, where we're no. just gonna go beat for beat through the story. Because we, hey, they're kind of similar. Um, yes, and also this is from the sixties. If you haven't seen it yet, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I was, just, I was just googling. Oh, here it is. Let's see if I was right. Um, minimum viable population. How many people do you actually need to to? Uh, oh, it's around the thousands or something, right? I. I I wanna I wanna say it's like twelve hundred people or something like that. Yeah, that's what I remember as well. Um Estimation. There's no u- unique definition of what constitutes a sufficient population for the continuation of a species. But oh this is for species. I want humans. What's the minimum number of people to survive an apocalypse? Well uh, ah, it takes too long. Just say a number or oh, whatever. I'd say it's around 1,200. Because I remember in the movie... Um, uh, shit, what's that called? The space... The, the the Dead Space movie. Pandemonium or something? Pen... Pen... Whatever. Which one? The one where the spaceship is going to New Earth. Because Earth is overpopulated and, and being becoming toxic. 
And then uh, they they um they wake up. Passengers? No, 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 no. There was a movie before that. That's the horror movie version of Passengers, where a lot oh, of people yeah. woke up and they have become mutants. Oh with wait, yeah, I know which one you mean. I don't remember. Um, Pandorum. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Anyway, in the end, when they actually get to the planet, it says like Earth Two or whatever it's called. And yeah. It says population twelve o two. So it's like, oh, there's two people more than enough. Jesus Christ, that's close. You know, stuff stuff like that. Something like that. Anyway, someone. <laughs> I'm 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 just reading random something from. I think it's from partially from um 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 a passenger here, but they mention apparently like you need about uh what the fuck do you know? I scrolled past it. You need about eighty nine people, um. Oh. But that would no, that was the ship. Sorry. No, never mind. They're talking about the ship all the time. I thought they were talking about the the Earth. Durf. Durf. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's move on. A minimum, oh. a minimum of fifty was necessary to combat inbreeding, and a minimum. A minimum of 500 individuals was needed to reduce genetic drift. That's the, like, um... Who? What's the name? What? I, I lost the name of the person who wrote this. Should be the top. You know, I kind of... They kind of fucked up. It's the 50-500 rule. It's an ana analysis on, on, like, um... Minimum viable population. Yeah. So you need about 50 people to combat inbreeding and a minimum of 500 to, like, reduce genetic drift. So, yeah, I'd say about 1,000 people or something. That's probably... Because right. I've, I've yeah. heard that number two somewhere. Yes. I don't know why we're talking about that. <laughs> we're talking about it because the original mission of uh, Taylor and his, ah, yes, and, his and his crew was to go to a new planet, to find a new planet to populate. However, they had no plan of how to get back. Oh yeah, that's true. Like they were well, I guess the the idea was to contact Earth. But you can't just help me. they 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 traveled so far, how were they going to contact Earth? Like that 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 message would take hundreds of years to get back. Yeah. Even if they could send it back. And also, I mean, okay, sure, they weren't supposed to crash, I assume. No. No. Which they do for some reason. Unknown reason, I guess. Well, obviously, something something goes wrong in space because they're not supposed to go back to Earth in the future. That they're too. supposed to go somewhere else. Yeah, they're supposed to go to another planet. Which they believe they do eventually at the start, right? They're like, oh, yeah. this is weird. This is It looks like a habitable planet. Or they read the atmosphere and like, yeah, we can breathe here. Good. Yeah. Let's go out and check the atmosphere of the, or the, the, car, the, the dirt and shit like that. Yeah. They kind of... Uh, haphazardly just assume that everything's gonna be fine if they walk out. They just check the <sighs> atmosphere. How do you know the lake's not toxic? Yeah, um, we, I guess that's the kind of thing you have to assume they tested the water as well. I yeah, know, maybe it's they, included in the atmosphere or something. Yeah, when they jump into the water, and it's like, oh no, what are you doing? What if there's toxins in there? Yeah, I know. I, remember I mean, sure, the water was already that. flooding in, so they had to get out, but like... No, I was thinking of the water that you go swimming in later. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, they, they had no option in the other one. It was just, I mean... Either we get drenched in the ship or we get drenched in the lake. So Yeah. And one of us one of them's actually gonna drown us eventually. The other one might not. <laughs> exactly. So sure, um, yeah. 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 So 
it would be interesting to know what the actual plan was, because they only had, I guess they had more food on the ship, because they get out of the ship, they have food and water for, food and water for three days. Yeah. That's it. It's like, Jesus Christ. That was all they were able to grab, I guess, as the ship was sinking. Yeah. But if you read the book, do you remember if there were any more details in the book? I haven't re- I, No, I don't remember You don't that. remember, no. No. Oh, that's fine. The only thing I remember is that the book takes place further into the future and that the ape society is more like a futuristic, like, mega megalopolis. It's like a big giant city with, they have, like, flying flying cars. And instead of, I remember, instead of having cro- crossings, you know, Övergångsstellen. Uh, crosswalks. Ha- yeah, yeah, crosswalks, right. They have monkey bar crosswalks because, you know, apes. Sure. Climb. So it's like a, a regular city, but it's adjusted for apes, which I thought was funny. Other than that, it's pretty similar. Um, it takes place over a longer period of time. Yeah, There's a lot sure. of time spent when you know Taylor is in the in the cages, because um, uh, it's a book, so there's a lot more talking. Yeah. basically. that part is dragged out. But other than that, it's pretty similar. It ends differently. Um, okay. I mean, they find out that they are on Earth, but it turns out that. The book is sort of like a like a message in a bottle sent out into space. Um, oh. Oh no! Wait, am I am I saying it wrong? Hold on. Is it actually not Earth? Book <laughs> ending. I have to check now because of uh, there's a detail. Just tell me. Oh yeah, I remember that um cover. Oh my god. I can't always can't someone else just tell me. A novel me. ends with the return of to the framing device in which the astronauts are revealed to be a pair of chimpanzees who refuse to believe that humans were ever intelligent. Yeah. But is it that actually proved- Earth? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't care. Uh, oh, my God. So much text. Um, just want to warn everyone who's listening. I'm not going to edit this. No. Jesus Christ. You're going to have to listen to all the dead air. I'm sorry. Earth. Earth. Century Earth humans. Ulysses programs the ship back to uh, back to Earth. No, they re- he eventually escapes and returns to Earth, so it can't be Earth. It has to be the titular planet. Yeah, it's on the titular planet, the planet of the apes. So it doesn't seem to be Earth. That's what not makes sense though, because that's the end they go for in the uh, reboot or the remake uh, from two thousand and one. Oh. That he goes back, but then apes are the dominant species on Earth anyway. And the same thing here. Well, yeah. yeah. Ulysses programs the ship back to Earth as they fly over Paris, Orly Airport, and Eiffel Tower looks the same. When they land, however, they are greeted by a field officer in a jeep who is a gorilla. This causes them to return to outer space. What? They land the ship in the first 
They named so uh, the long. novel ends with a double twist. A framing device depicts a pair of astronauts who find a message in a bottle relating to the events of the story, in yeah. which a human space traveler finds himself trapped on the titular planet where simians rule and humans are brute animals. He eventually escapes and returns to Earth, only to find that apes rule here too. The novel ends with the return of, to the framing device in which the astronauts are revealed to be a pair of chimpanzees who refuse to believe that humans were ever intelligent. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing I like, because the, the, it turns out that even further into the future, chimps, like space chimps, find this message. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but how are, how, are, how are apes now on Earth as well? I mean... Maybe apes. we can assume that the, the planet he ended up on, the planet of the apes... They sent their astronauts, and they found Earth, and they took over the planet. I don't know. But that's assumption. Fuck. Now I'm going to have to read the book again. I was about to say, can I borrow the book? But yeah, you read it first, then. <laughs> or yeah. maybe I'll buy it. No, actually, I'm on a book-buying ban. I'm not allowed to buy any more books at the moment. <laughs> uh... Yeah, we might have yeah. to try and read the book before we finish this, uh, this little series. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'll see if I can find it digitally or something. Digitally. Digitally. Um, yeah, okay, sorry. Back to the story. Yes. This is all I don't even where we were. <laughs> no, we were in the beginning. Like, what What? What was their plan? And I oh, want yeah, to talk about like, the difference between the book and the, the, book and the movie. Um, yeah, so they discovered they discover a topsy turvy world where hu- humans are basically like animals, and yeah, chimps, chimps rule the world. Like we, like we talked about, and it's um, j- just like the first one. It's really it's really um, it's really a movie about uh, I, I would say first first and foremost like racism slash slavery. Yes. Yes. Um, which uh, think thinking of it in today's terms, it is it is kind of um, t- typical white people have to ha- have to you know. To understand slavery, they have to make the white people, um, and they have to make a science fiction movie where white people are slaves to apes. If yes. people go like, "Oh, I get it now, slavery bad." Yeah, white Americans specifically, like, "Oh, <laughs> what if I were a slave? That's yeah. that's terrifying." Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I mean, it's the, it was it was the sixties, uh, yeah. so. They they weren't weren't even that far removed from actual slavery. No. So um, like a hundred years. So I I understand. And and also like if you're gonna if you're gonna do if you that like we talked about like it's it's perfect <laughs> sci-fi fodder. If you're gonna you know if you're gonna hold up a mirror to to reality you know you have to <coughs> you have to make it like different enough to your life so it's so it's not just like. Um, uh, it, it's a movie about racism because then it's then then it's too much finger wagging, you know. Yeah. It's easier to distance yourself from it to understand something. Yeah. That's why people say like, I can't figure that figure this out. Just just take a step back, calm down, and you might figure it out. Maybe even like you know, look at it from another angle, or, or exactly ask someone else to look at it and see if they see it in a different way. That's what sci-fi does so well. Yes. And that's what. <laughs> Fuck it. That's what that's what modern Star Trek doesn't understand. <laughs> the second season of Picard takes place in 2023. 
Oh no! And it's and it's all about uh, like uh, uh, the racist immigration policy and uh, in in America and sure. uh, uh, global warming. It's just like, but why is this a sci-fi show? <laughs> You're just that's just reality. Yeah, <laughs> that has nothing with science fiction to do. Really, it's reality. So it's, yeah, it's so not, dumb. You know, fiction is a very prominent word in sci-fi. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's half of it. And like we said, that is to, you're able to distance yourself from it. And instead of like feeling like, oh, they're making fun of my beliefs, if you're making like a left wing and you're yeah. pe- people from the right wing are looking at it, it's easier if it's like not directly targeting people. Yeah. It's easier for people who are being targeted to maybe be like, oh, oh, okay. See, the of. similarities may be understandable yeah, and then a like, bit. So... What I'm doing is wrong. I, I should change my like. It's easy yeah. to reach people by you know you know going around you know not just going. Yeah. You are bad. Do this. <laughs> it's also more fun it's in also general. A lot more fun. You can you have go to have apes more to, riding horses. <laughs> example. You can go cigars. to more extremes. Yes. Make it look more interesting. Like for one thing, I really love about this movie is they make it easy to understand who is part of what, despite them being different types of apes yeah. you still you also have color coding yes <clears throat> the peaceful uh, chimpanzees are all in green and they're all basically scientists yeah of sorts or doctors they are yeah um, they are they're stem so to speak yes exactly you have the uh, orange uh, orangutans i think mm-hmm. who are dressed in orange who are the religious people yeah mainly and then you have uh, the gorillas who are in purple, I think. Purple and who black. Who are yeah. the um, 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 army people? Ones, Military, yeah. yeah. Um, I think yes. Okay, and then humans are, you know, humans. <laughs> humans yeah. are humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, I can understand. I don't have to. I don't have to know what kind of ape you are. I just have to look at your colors. Yeah. Good. Easy, simple, clear. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it is kind of funny though that they kind of like, um, uh, like put put the different races in different like uh, yes uh, uh, positions. Which is, oh, That's where the racism like... is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in later movies when Sarah keeps talking. Like, I hate gorillas. They're so yes. dumb and and they just want war. It's like, oof, hey, yeah, yeah. Who are you talking about here? Exactly. That's kind of racist, you know. So, but even though they're all apes. Yeah, but, yeah but I mean, that's the thing, though. We're all humans, but there's a lot yeah. of humans who are racist just because you happen to have a different color. Yeah, but the problem is that Zira is racist towards uh, oh, yeah. gorillas. But that's for later movies. Yes. For now, yeah, they're all they all they all work in harmony. They're just yeah, they're just uh, divided up like that. Yeah, because it's easier for uh, for us to kind of tell a, a apes apart. And, yeah. Yeah. Probably because of the 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 the, the makeup and stuff. Because yeah, yeah a, a lot of the a lot of the chimpanzees just look like Cornelius. The only reason all we the know male is Cornelius, ones yeah look like Cornelius. The you only reason t- I know it's him is because there's a little bit of a like he has. I think the mask is a little bit better, so he can move his eyebrows yes. and shit. Yeah. Same um, with Zira, but you also tell that that's a woman because she doesn't have the full beard. <laughs> no, yeah, basically. exactly. And she's the only. Uh, female chimpanzee we uh, kind of see. Yeah. Like, fully. There, there is one when Taylor escapes, which, that is literally just a, a Sira 
mask, but I'm I'm guessing another actress in there, or maybe it is even basically Kim yeah. I don't know. When the when the little kid chimp goes like, oh, a man or human. When yeah, they're in the room with the religious uh, when scholar thing, praising ape Jesus. Yeah, whatever the first his name ape is or whatever he's called. Yeah, the oh, what is his name? The the they have a name for him. Yeah, I don't remember the first. Yeah, I think they say the first one or something. Just uh, he's uh, he's uh, fuck. Nah, whatever. Screw it. The first ape. No, yeah, he's <clears throat> he's called something, but whatever. Um, that's the thing though. They use a lot of the names. Um. Uh, that that we recognize from then, of course, recognize. I guess it's a dumb word because it's the opposite. But they use a lot of the names in in the new trilogy. Yes. So Cornelius is obviously Cornelius, you know, the kid. Zira, I don't remember if they ever reused Zira. Um, Cornelius? Who's Cornelius? Um, Caesar's son, the second son. He's Cornelius. Oh right, sorry. Yeah. But there's no. This is also I'm jumping ahead a little bit. There's no Milo, right? No. No Milo. I was thinking that maybe maybe that had. To should have been a connection, but no, it's not. Um, but they also mention a... I think they mention a Caesar at some point in, in the Planet of the Apes, the original. I'm but not it's sure not like a main it. character. I just kept making like, oh, I've heard... Oh, that's the name. Oh, I just kept remembering the names, but I didn't take any notes because I, I don't know. I didn't feel like it. Caesar is, a, Caesar is not mentioned. Um... In the, uh, in the third movie, they mention that the first ape who spoke was called Aldo, I think. Right, something like that, yes. I watched it today, I've already forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was looking... Uh... Oh. Huh. Wait. Mm. No, I was just looking. It was, it was weird, because I, I remembered... I <clears throat> I remember that in Conquest, which we 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 haven't gotten to Conquest yet, the fourth movie, but that the ape in that movie, who actually starts the ape revolution, which leads into you know what yeah. creates this circle, you know, he is called Caesar, but Caesar is <clears throat> is Baby Milo from the third movie. Oh, all so oh, right. They rename. I think that is so that people won't know that he is Milo, even though nobody except for. Uh, Cornelius, Mr. Sierra, Armando, the Armando. Owner. That's the one I was thinking of. And maybe the two uh, animal psychologists. They might know he's called Baby Milo, but why change his name? I don't know. Also, it's more uh, uh, Pondus. <laughs> yeah, I guess Caesar. It's, having it's, a leader it's, called Milo kind of feels. Yeah. <laughs> Milo, leader of the resistance, or yeah, Caesar, Caesar, leader is of more the powerful. Resistance. That's the word yeah, I was looking definitely. for. Powerful. Uh, but back to the first movie again. Um, yes. Yeah. It like we said, <clears throat> it does what the f- what what Rise of the Planet of the Apes does so well. Um, uh, not really a story about revolution, but it's a, no. it's, a, it's a it's a story it's a story of um, like uh, uh, it's it's really a, a, a criticism against humanity first of all yeah against society yeah how we treat people but also it's on a a wider scale of just how like in general like the human race is is bad i mean we find out that it's so bad that we literally scorch the earth yeah um and they say that in the second movie um that they set fire to the atmosphere which if if you remember from oppenheimer was one of the 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the fears of using nuclear weapons that they might set fire to the atmosphere and ruin <laughs> ruin planet Earth. Exactly. And that must I, I mean and the the whole the whole movie is about uh you know how how apes apes loathe uh humans first because they think they're filthy animals and we're uh, and through through the through the the viewpoint of 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 Tater we're like but no humans are good like yeah we have our flaws but we're just like you like you apes back on our planet yeah we're really trying to sell this um but but uh, the apes don't want to hear it especially the the religious leaders the orangutans they just don't want to hear it um and yeah. Then, Doctor Sayas being the the leading leading voice in that, and then finally, like they're gonna prove that yes, apes and humans come from we're the same, we're actually the same, and we get to that end where they get to the excavation that Cornelius was working on some mm-hmm. years la- earlier, and we see like there's human remains that are older than two thousand years, which is um, uh, why would they make dolls that talk if humans could never speak? Yeah. And that is buried, uh, has been around since earlier than than apes. Yeah. Um. Turns out that Sayers knew of this, and he 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 knows that uh, humans were actually once upon a time, uh, you know, intelligent. Yeah. But he also knows that they ruined their society. They had a yes. complete complete breakdown because yeah, uh, because. They were, they were, yeah, they were so bad that they they ruined everything. That's why apes had a chance to flourish, and he does not want that to happen again. Yeah, it, it's a little bit of a mixed message there because, yeah, he's he's a religious leader. Obviously, there's a lot of like religious dogma, like no, no, there is no there, there is no recorded history before two thousand years, which is also very much yeah, the, yeah. the Jesus thing. Mm-hmm. With the first ape and like, oh no, they're ape apes are made in the image of God. Men are beasts, you know. Yeah, just to kind of poke fun at uh, at at religion. It's also funny that uh, their religious leader is also the minister of science. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I think, but that's also that I think that is kind of clever because they of course want they they are a peace loving society. Um, they're they are one society from what what we know. There is like one ape society. There yeah. are there are many countries. They never men- mention any other. Ape society somewhere else. And no, they, and I mean the maps live... they have are very local. Like they don't, they don't really care about what's outside. It's just them. Yeah, it's it's uh, it it, it, it almost feels like a like a an idealized like communist society. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, where where they all like they don't seem to have any currency. Uh, they they have like communal land where they grow food. You the 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 corn fields in the beginning yeah. of the movie. And they talk about how the the humans they they come into our green belts and ruin ruin our lands because they eat all the food and stuff. Yeah. Um, and you see people like just picking picking fruits from fruit stalls in the in the city, and then focus focus is on um uh like uh, education. Yeah. Um, the but, scientific side. Yeah, the scientific side, but you know. The religious, the religious, the religious, religious leaders, <laughs> kind of keeping it in check with religion to make sure, like, as long as we follow the tenets of the first one. First ape. God damn it, whatever he's called. He's on the the DVD menu or the Blu-ray menus are all like that ape giving it talking about the scrolls. It's so I should know the name because I've I but I don't whatever. 
Um, so that, that, that's kind of how, like, so religious, religion is what's keeping society together, um, while they allow for science to kind of further their, their, uh, um, um, society. So they're, they're walking a tight line, tight rope there, which is interesting. Eventually it will blow up in their face, it feels like, which it does here, but that's because we have a time traveling human who shows up. Um, and I, I think that's it's a very interesting and pretty for for like a two hour movie, um, that kind of only just borrowed the, the idea of oh apes are humans and humans are animals from the book, because the book is a lot more, uh, a, a lot more thought thought out you know of course because it's a book, it's all text. Yeah. Um, I think it's a very clever setup, uh, c- clever world building without without world building at all getting in the way of the story. Um, in the movie. Do you agree? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the fucking ape, first ape man name, but I can't. I can't. It's just trying to tell me which the first movie is. It's just like, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's very annoying. Uh, I... Yeah, anyway, here. I know, I know, I shouldn't care, but it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> because we just keep calling him the first ape. Who is yeah. he? What, so, have you been listening at all? Because uh, yes, I'm waiting yes. for you to like respond. <laughs> Sorry, go. Uh, I, I'm lost now. What did you say? <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. This is like the worst episode we ever recorded. Um, yeah, well. I mean, you're very passionate about Planet of the Apes. I'm not. You're so not? That's, oh, that's okay. Well, I'm tra- I'm okay. Can we go back to then? What did you actually think of the movie? No, I still like it, but I'm not passionate about it the really, way you are. You didn't really like give me it. You're like, oh, the masks are bad. <laughs> okay, you don't like yeah, it. It's then. it's no, I like it. It's what a is fun it you movie, don't but it's, like about it. I, I don't know. I just I'm not as fashion fas- fascinated by it as you are. All right. Well. They're cool. That's about uh, it. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, I just got stuck on the fact that we have kept calling him the first ape, and I, I, the, yeah, there is a name, and it's annoying that I don't remember it. All right, you know what we'll do? We'll do a Manus Chain Secret podcast here. We'll, we'll press pause and we'll figure it out. Three, two, one, pause. We're back. Sorry about that. We're gonna try and focus now. We found yes. it. the the first the ape. law. Was it the lawgiver? <laughs> yes, it's called. He's called the lawgiver. He's the one who wrote down the the sacred scrolls that has, has all the tenets that ape yes. society live after. Um, I actually found we 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 just had to focus and actually look at like the nerdy version of Wikipedia, which is the Planet yeah. of the Apes wiki fandom. Um, it says in Planet of the Apes and beneath the Planet of the Apes. Uh, the lawgiver's writings and quotes form the basis of the ape systems of laws and customs, yeah. particularly with regard to humans, because he had seen what humans did, of course. So yeah, I mean, and he declared them the devil's spawn. Yeah, the, the their entire religion. Once again, interesting that their entire religion is based around like humans suck. Like get away from them. Yeah, um, because because they they like they have more or less like flourished for 2000 years uh because of of using these these rules so in in a way like 
religious celery and like hating another species <coughs> worked out. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're, but I guess they're more of the they learned from the humans' mistakes. I yeah, suppose. of course, of course, but they don't want to say that because they don't want to actually. They don't even want to acknowledge that humans were once intelligent because then they no. th- then they won't be able to separate them and just call them animals they would have to start like oh no wait we come from them oh no also i guess they kind of have to like distance themselves to fully start anew and not get too inspired by the human um uh developments and 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 uh, technologies because then they'll just repeat the same mistakes eventually yeah <sighs> anyway so that, that part is fascinating to be honest yes i mean that, and that's what I, that's what i'm that's what i mean the whole the whole uh, the whole world the the world building of of Planet of the Apes is very fascinating. Yeah, and we we can say we can say also that it holds up very well because even though a lot of the details are retconned, even in the older movies, um, it is it is held up now for eight movies. Oh yeah. So it is very very well written. But yes. yeah, and, and that's and that's what we found. And going back to them, because we're kind of on the human side in the first movie, like sure, yeah, because humans, they're the humans are bad, ones. but like we're not we're not animals. You can't treat us like this. Yeah, you know, and just transpose that onto a black person, and just yeah, that's the that's a com- that's a social commentary, the the biggest yes. social commentary. But then we get to the end, and they let Taylor and Nova run away, and. Um, uh, the younger a a, a the a, Cyrus cousin whatever his name is, yeah, talks to talks to Zeus over by the stuff. Why why must why must uh, why must science come to a standstill? Like this is inexcusable. I like I love that line, Doctor Zeus. This is inexcusable. <laughs> um, and it says, what's what's he going to find out there, Taylor, when he rides away? And he's like, his destiny. That's it's is so it good. Augustus. <laughs> Augustus, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And they ride on, and they eventually come upon this huge statue, which looks very similar mm. to the uh, the Statue of Liberty. He's in New York. Yeah, they realized they were on Earth, and he says it. You maniacs! Oh, you bastards! You finally did it! And we realize, yeah, humanity wiped itself out through nuclear war. Though I'm not sure if I understood the first time I saw it at least that I was like, oh, it must have been nuclear war. I just thought like, oh, so humanity died out. Well, I mean, this came, this came, the book came out in '63 when we had the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh yeah, the that's movie, true. The movie, you know, started working on right after that. I mean, it was during the height of the Cold War. Sure. Where, where which is the closest we ever got to nuclear war. So I'm that is. It's an assumption, but it's a pretty, pretty strong assumption, especially when yeah. we get to the second movie. It's, yeah, sure. When I got to the second movie, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. Then we realized that, okay, so, so some of the hatred for humans, it kind of makes sense, even though, you know, it could be toned down. And there, there could, of course, be a way for, you know, apes and humans to live together. Um. Unfortunately, humans are basically animals. I mean, yes. I mean, I was I was gonna say like, it's it, since they are considered animals, it's not much different from us like, uh, chasing away deer or or you know shooting off uh you know f- f- um 
fucking feral hogs to make sure they don't kill our cattle or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a it's a horror scenario because it's humans and we know humans are humans, but in their world, humans aren't humans anymore. They are oh. animals. I mean, they don't even have speech centers in their brain anymore. They figure out. Yeah. Um. It's been suppressed though, because it does turn out that they do still have the ability to speak, but. They don't have the reason, I guess, so they just stopped talking. Because cause Nova eventually, in the second one, she does force out a word. She yeah. goes, Taylor, eventually. Taylor. Yeah. But that's just to show so that, it's like, uh, yeah, you can still train them to speak if you wanted to. Yeah, I guess. I suppose. Um, that's one of the things. I mean, that's a cool scene, but it doesn't really make sense because they're not supposed mm. to, be able to speak. So. That, well, I mean, yeah. One of, the, one of many problems with the second movie. It could also be just that the, the, the way the chimpanzees figured out, oh, they can't speak anymore, they just didn't find everything. They don't know everything, obviously. So maybe of course. instead of saying that, oh, they don't have that thing, it's just a suppression. Yeah. Huma- humanity has suppressed their, they don't need to speak anymore, so they just stopped and then, you know. And lost the ability, the, it's still there, but yeah, they just don't. Yeah, exactly. Since the newborns never hear anyone speak, why would they learn how to speak? Yeah, it's like when, you, when you talk, we talk about like children, you know, who are like locked up their entire life? You know, the, yeah. There's this. I don't remember the name of her, but there's a classic case of a girl who was born in captivity and kept in like a basement, or if it was an attic, until she was like twelve, she couldn't speak. No, because she's never heard. She couldn't even make noises. Well, yeah, because if you don't know, that children learn by mimic. Yeah. And if they never hear anyone, that's why you always like when you coo to a child, you say real words because eventually they pick up how the sounds work. Yeah, yeah. And then they start talking. Oh, which is you so cool. You don't just go, ooh, 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 because then all they say is, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's so cool. Uh, uh, about a month ago, I visited my friend who has a, he's like eight-month-old son right now, who, when I was there the last time before that, he was he w- wouldn't speak at all, barely made any noise other than crying, of course. Uh, and then I met him now. He was doing like, almost doing like the mama, papa words. Uh. It, was, it was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> When you actually see that development, you're like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Humanity's kind of cool that way. <laughs> yeah. A, we are little miracles. Yeah, we are, I yeah. guess. Uh, in a sense, anyway, then, in, yeah. in the Planet of the Apes version, apes are miracles because they've learned how to speak. They've developed speech and, and technology. and Well, not a lot of technology. That's no. the weird thing, though, because they have guns. Yeah. But they don't have, like, um, they don't even seem to have, like, radios or telephone or light bulbs. I mean, I don't really get to see what the light source is. Sure, but, like, we didn't even see them, like, lighting oil lamps to to have light. (laughs) It's just all lit up from the sun, I guess. (laughs) I'm guessing they have wax candles because they don't know know about oil. We find that out in in, uh, Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Um, I think they, they, like once again, they are more of an idealized society, which is also kind of funny because people people always say like, oh, people who say like go back to a tradition, like they would never work today. So, but no, it wouldn't be able to go back. But if a society actually like in in a way stopped progressing uh, in certain ways, it would actually be better. Yeah. <clears throat> in certain areas, yes. Like like if you if you ever wanna you know. Uh, criticize capitalism like capitalism has given us a lot but it also it has also given us uh like 
an abundance a lot of negative stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's given an abundance to the point where like it's we've overgrown. Yeah. Um. This and the ape society, like we said, it's not capitalist; it's uh, communist. It yeah. feels like at least some form yeah. of communism. Um. So they don't. Yeah, they don't have a lot of the technical progression that we have. Um. But they. But they've obviously like, like I said, they're they're a very like peaceful society. Yeah. Um, it's it's like they don't have the need for certain technical developments. Yeah, exactly. Because um, if you really think about it, why the fuck do we need half of the shit we have? <laughs> no, yeah, that it's just it's just comfort shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like uh, it's like the saying, "Die hard." My my husband think technology peaked with the frozen pizza. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, but it's also it is I think it's also a bit anachronistic because obviously anachronistic the, the, anachronistic that uh, uh, it feels out of time that it doesn't really fit. Oh yeah, sure. Because um, they obviously couldn't build uh, they they could they couldn't build the super futuristic cities from the book because they only had uh, they had barely two million dollars to work with. So it would yeah. be easier to to make the apes more like sort of medieval, you know, candlelit. They live in like stone houses. They don't have, you know, technology, so to speak. They don't have, you know, electricity and technology because it's just easier. But we'll yes. give them like we need guns for the gun scenes, and mm. of course we need science and stuff for the science scenes. They, That's the entire thing of the movie or the book, basically. Yeah. So they, we they, they need to have like exploratory brain surgery and stuff like that. So. They 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 cheated a little bit with the with the technology and the the um, uh, the evolution of society there, but it also kind of works then because like I said, it's like they only developed what they actually needed yeah. instead of like everything else. They don't need to have a microwave oven. Like you you don't need it. You can yeah, eat also fruit. They just eat fruit. Yeah, yeah. Blessed are the vegetarians, like uh, the other guy <laughs> says in the beginning. Yeah. Um. Which also you know, since I mean we could also live on a strictly vegetarian or vegan diet but we don't want to um but th- that also like eliminates a lot of the like like if you're if you're a society that is one um with with little to no like fighting mm. and you only eat plants and fruits and berries and shit plant stuff yeah. You don't need weapons. No, I know. That's where it kind of fails cuz like why would you develop Guns specifically. I mean, knives and stuff is for you know har- harvesting. Yeah, that's. I understand sharp tools, objects. Yeah. Yes, but I don't understand guns well, unless you're hunting. And that is the but thing. They do hunt humans. Yeah. That's the one thing they use guns for. They hunt humans. But I I never really fully understood why they started hunting the humans. Because is it mainly to deter them from their crops? Yes, they're a pest, and right. also. But they they, they, they say that they use them like. The, the orangutans want to distance apes as much as possible from humans to the to the point yeah. where like oh no get away humans are dangerous if you see one oh, yeah. call for a gorilla and they'll shoot them basically they have the plague stay away from them kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah exactly because they don't want That's true. they don't want to even invite the 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 remotest chance that a, a human who can speak shows up because which i guess then is another connection or parallel to the modern trilogy or the newer trilogy where they instead of like 
they they shun the people who can't talk because they're afraid of the virus they carry. Yeah. It's kind of that way, but they're not talking about a virus in this one. They could have, yeah. basically. Yeah, see? Connections. But I, I guess, I mean, we did develop uh, range, uh, ranged weapons to um, keep predators away, so I guess that's also yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the similarity, I guess. We don't see it's a lot of It's just a other... little bit of a... It's a little bit of a of a, sh a harsh juxtaposition though, because the weapons are so far advanced compared to everything else. Yeah, they have like I mean in the if second movie they have it, fully automatic like assault rifles. Yeah, which is like, if you oh. compare it to 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 the human society, so to speak, our society. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like oh, you developed AK forty sevens, but you don't have <coughs> light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I know, I know. You don't have even like you don't even have gas stoves. That's yeah, and fireplaces. That's, that is where yeah. Where it fails a little bit, but I understand why. Yeah. yeah, sure. It works. It works for the movie. It's a little bit silly looking at it today. It's a little bit silly. But if you just like distance yourself, it's fine. It works for the movie. Like I said, for me, just like with the costumes, it's not silly, though. I, I see why they have guns, and it's it's they, they need to use it. So Sure. But yeah, yeah such, I don't see the silly. But anyway, I, however, I think we should move on to the second movie. Uh, yes. It, well, we've kind of talked about it already. Because it covers basically the same, um, the same uh, I mean, themes. Most of the movie is basically the same as well. You have a white man and his friends landing on this planet, which yeah. they think is another planet, but they realize that it's oh my god, it's apes. It did just kind of like rush through it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it came out till he year, gets to the cage. <laughs> it came out the like the year after. They just wanted to cash in on the success two years of the first one. Oh, okay, two years. Sorry. Um, yeah, they just wanted to cash in on the on the success of the first one. I mean, that's yeah. that's why they even they made which I have never actually watched because it's kind of hard to find a good version of it. There is a TV show which came out around the same time. Oh yeah, never watched that. Um, yeah, the second one, like we said, it's for me at least the black sheep of the of the the franchise. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah, it was a cheap. It was cheaper. Um. It, uh, it, yeah, it, the ha half the movie is just repeating the first movie. I mean, step by step. Yeah. Um, he you land lands, on the planet. He discovers. You wander a little apes, bit. You he becomes captured. Exactly this. He meets Cornelius <laughs> and Sierra. He's like, oh, you're actually, you can talk. We like you, but you have to hide because orangutans and, and gorillas hate talking humans. And then you discover, yeah. you discover remnants of a human society Realizing I'm on Earth, then it comes the interesting. Then part. they kind of develop a little bit. You have more of a development with the gorillas and the hatred for humans, and again we have this more like them being very culty almost, and uh, yeah. literally trampling uh, peaceful chimpanzees who are just like, oh, stop the. Did they say stop the war? I'm not sure what war they're referring to. The war between apes and whatever is out there. Because they, oh, they, right. they know that something is happening. Because they mentioned uh, that scouting parties have been moving out into the Forbidden Zone and disappearing. Which we see oh, yes. that's the way we, Taylor we disappears, what, so to yeah. speak. Um, uh, I'm trying to get back so it's, to it's, it. It's the war with the unknown, I suppose. Yes. Um, and it's a waste of it's a waste of, of uh, apes and, and resources in the scientists' eyes, of course. Because we could just stay here and be happy. Yeah. And I and and I know, uh, but I know that the the orangutans they they kind of want it. They see it as a necessary as an unnecessary evil, because yeah. yeah, if the gorillas want to kill off whatever intelligent hum humans are out there, 
fine. As long as we get, yeah. you know, don't have to deal with them Get rid anymore. of the humans. Yeah. Whoa. That's kind of interesting. I was just looking. What? The budget. Wait, hold on. Am I am I wrong? Because I said that the uh, the budget for the second one was lower than the first one, but I don't think it is now. Hold on. No, I mean the the whole underground scenes oh, yeah, are kind of well developed. It is though. the first well, movie had five point eight billion dollar billion. Whoa, whoa, Ooh. million dollars. Okay, <laughs> I said I said less than less than two million. That was wrong because I was looking at Conquest still. That one had oh. less than two million dollars. The yeah. first movie had five point eight million dollar budget, and it made thirty three million dollars. Um, Damn. Yeah. Which when you think about it, it's not that much. I mean, no, but it's still say, good. Let's say they have six million dollars. That's not even. That's like five times. Uh, yeah, it is basically five times um, the budget. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's the sixties. Yeah, but to only make your money su- back five. Well, I guess yeah, making it back five times is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that is a lot. That's more than that's more than a Marvel movie. Because they, yeah, they cost, don't make their they cost three hundred million dollars and they make a billion. That's three times the budget. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Sure. That's true. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, it's weird though, because I have to say I think that um, beneath the Planet of the Apes, uh, the second part of it, you know, when they're beneath the Planet of yeah, the yeah, Apes, yeah, when they're actually beneath, yeah, it looks kind of like it looks not much better because the makeup is still terrible for the most part. Yeah. But it looks like they like put some thought into the the caves and all that stuff. There's there's like actual design and, and there's a lot of it. Sure. Um, I mean that that freaking uh, what's it called again? The bomb, the nuclear bomb. Yeah, the doomsday bomb. I mean they bomb. they obviously made it because they climb on it and tip it and shit. They made a big one at least. I mean it's probably just yeah very we, thin metal or even <clears throat> paper, but still. <laughs> We don't, but what I th- what I think they cut corners is you can see that a lot of the like crowd apes, they basically are wearing masks. That's not makeup. Oh anymore. yes, it looks awful. No, it's just mask. Yeah. Um. Even I would say even the hero apes kind of look worse. Um. Yeah. Because I don't think they reused. I mean, Zera and Cornelius. No, they might have reused their Maybe. their original masks because they look a lot the same in even in the third one. Yeah. Um, and then also you know. We don't see a lot of Ape City. It's mostly just no. uh, apes walking through the desert, which is the classic like uh, mini budget movie. Like, oh, we'll just shoot it in the forest. We'll shoot it in the desert. You know, classic. We have we have three locations, uh, four locations in Ape City. It's the 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 Coliseum of sorts, or the the yeah the meeting amphitheater. Place. Yeah. yeah, you have the uh, town square where the protesters are. And then uh, is, Cornelius and then and inside house. their home yeah. and the cages. Yeah. But I'm guessing like the cages, that set was probably not demolished because it looks pretty much the same. Yeah. And I think uh, like some, some establishing shots are probably like uh, B-roll stuff from the first movie. Yeah. So they- and I mean, the, the town square kind of thing is just probably just cardboard cutouts surrounding them. Yeah. So they definitely and a little bit of fancy sand on it. They definitely focused the the budget on the second half of the movie. Yes. Um, which yeah, I, I admit I, I I like the look of it, and I I like I like that. It's silly that you have like mutant humans who are who have developed yes. uh, telepathy. Or, <laughs> yes. Yeah, telepathy. <laughs> yeah. 
well, telekinesis, they can like inflict pain on people by making yeah, but it's illusions. telepathy as oh, well because right. they yeah, speak only right, right, right. yeah yeah, and they speak only through their minds unless they have to use their voices, which is so primitive. Yeah, they only they only <laughs> do it for worship and when we absolutely need to. Yes, I love that detail. It is that, that is even more. It goes into like hard sci-fi though when you come to that stuff like they yes. they are they are a, a a religious cult who who prays to an atom bomb and stuff like that which has obviously been referenced in in especially Fallout 3 where you have an entire city built yes. around an, an atom bomb and people who pray to it and stuff um i like that i which love i don't that think concept. i made that connection when i played that game but as i'm rewatching the movie i was like oh fallout yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I played the game before I saw that movie, so that's why. Because I played the game in 2008. I didn't, I didn't see this. I, I'd only seen the first movie. I didn't see any of the sequels until 2011. So I didn't even know oh. about the... I knew of, of them, but I hadn't seen any full movies before that. Well, maybe I played all up before that too, then. Yeah, so you, had, you didn't even know about it. was movie. pretty new. No, yeah. but rewatching, I'm like, oh, all up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, reminds me of that. Is that why their faces have melted off? Because they're too close to an atom bomb all the time? Uh, they don't mention it, but that's how I uh, interpret it. Yeah. Like they, they live... It's not like they've like developed over time and they don't need their skin anymore. That doesn't make sense. No, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, it's more like it's, 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 like, it's yeah, gradually they, burned off. Yeah, they've, they've, that's why they also have mutated because of, of radioactive ra- yeah. radioactivity. Radioactive, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like Spider-Man. No, I'm not though. sure. I'm not sure why they decided to make the rubber masks then to look human again. And no, that's one of those. Once again, that's for it's, us. It's more for that, basically, because like, it's a cool thing in the script, and then yeah. they take their faces off. Um, it's also because then they didn't have to have that makeup on all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a little bit of a convenience, plot convenience. Yeah, but it's also a great and reveal. it looks cool on yeah. film. Great yeah. reveal when they pull off the mask and like, oh my god. It's just for the audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, the second one, first, first of all, it's just a, it's just a repeat. Um, yes. The same things. Well, oh, hum- and it doesn't work because at this point, when when what is his name? Brent. The new yeah. guy. Yeah, Brent. Brent. Not as strong as a name. It's not. Yes, yeah, like Caesar and Milo and Taylor and Brent. It's, it's not as strong. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't work, like to have him discover Ape City and have all about. But humans are good. Humans are blah blah blah. No, we we already know they're not because they blew up the world. We knew that from the second yeah. or from the first movie. Um, it doesn't really work. Where it becomes interesting is the fact that now, uh, in the wake of all that happened in the first movie, gorillas have kind of taken over a little bit of the power from the orangutans. Yeah, um, and want to fight. Uh, they want to wage war. And, yes. Uh, what 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 was going on in the early seventies? Well, we had the Vietnam War, a war where we fought oh, yeah. basically an unknown enemy. We were just fighting communism. Who are we actually fighting? I don't know. Communism. Most of the Amer- Americans didn't actually know who the enemy was. It was communism. Yeah. yeah. They didn't have a face on it. That's why we called him Charlie. You know, we didn't know. Yeah. Well, that's not why it's from Charlie Chan. Well, whatever. Um, sure, but. Uh, uh, and also, that's why we have the scene with the protesters who's protesting the war, because this was the first war where, you know, 
Well, I mean, it's probably always been war protests, but like where we had big yeah, protests against a, it, the yeah, war. Yeah, it became a thing. It's an unnecessary war. Why are we fighting this war? You know. Exactly. Um, and it, it's a, it's a war out of fear, not not a war to de- to defend ourselves. We're, we're we're preemptively starting a war because we're afraid of what's out there. You know, communism. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because <laughs> we like we talked about. There's sort of a communist society. Especially in the first one. In the second one, we don't see as much of the society no, no, to of like and it, to like make that assumption again that there's still a communist society. And I mean, the movie was never pro-communism. It's just that no. you know, so it's it's fine that they're making a, a commentary about that, like fighting communism. Um, is is it, I just have to make that comment though. I've said it before, and I'm saying it again, communism is fucking awesome <laughs> if you look at parts of it. Yes. I uh, like we it's said difficult an idealized to execute, version, though. a perfect version of communism, communism on paper, amazing, yes. amazing. It's very it difficult to greatest... um, execute. Yes, though. it has never been properly executed because you know what? Humans humanity. Suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was always people. Like, well, we'll share everything, but I want uh, just a little bit more. <sighs> Can I just have one extra? Yeah, because I kind and of, everyone needs one extra. I, I started this, so couldn't I get like ten percent? No, because then there's no That's longer really communism. Yeah. Yes. Then it becomes fascism. I'm sorry. Yes. And capitalism eventually. And, well, yeah. No, that's a completely <laughs> different thing. It works different. But anyway. Yeah, but you know, you develop whatever. You do not uh, develop capitalism yes. from fascism. No, you don't. I guess not. No. Either it's way, completely separate. Anyway. It's it's funny that then because we have like you said it's it's the, this 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 perfect society which is a bit communist in the first one and then the second one they're like uh we need to wage war it. against an unknown enemy <laughs> yes an enemy who's I'm, never attacked us but they're out there so we better kill them I'm a little them. bit curious about the the in between these two movies like what happened yeah we're not even sure to get where the gorillas want to attack this unknown enemy yeah because we're not even sure how long I mean it can't have been too long. No, because Ty- Tyler-, Tyler Taylor is still alive. Yeah, and I mean, he looks. I mean, he's only two years older because it took. I mean, they. Sure, but they stuff. haven't like made him age no, or something so it's in the movie. Probably would have been and, like weeks, maybe. Yeah, Nova looks exactly the same as well. The funny thing is though that Brent says that we were sent out to find Taylor. Yeah. So he's obviously been missing a long time in the real plant, the the real Earth, the original Earth. Yeah. Before they sent out a search party. However, he can't have been gone that long because he's like... I mean, technically though, Brent says that they look up to Taylor. Like he's this legend almost. No, I think he was just like a... F- he's a really cool guy yeah. though. Uh, but like, is he then Is he then like a class above him in like uh, astronaut school? Or, or was he, no, I think he was just a the, national hero? He, he was just or? top of the class, you know. Okay, so maybe they were, then it can't have been that long. No. Did they realize their mistake? Like, oh wait, we sent you out with um, not a way to get back or or like a proper way to repopulate whatever place you get to. Like, did they like why did they send out a second ship? It's like because they went missing or like I don't I don't really understand that part. No, he's yeah they're they're waiting, but they were waiting for Taylor and his crew to send a mi- message back to Earth. They never got that message. Maybe. Let's say a couple of months went by. Um, oh yeah, I guess. So. So by and by their calculations in space time, they should have returned a message at least in a couple of months. Or yeah, something. yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes I'm sense. I'm trying to figure out here. Because, um, yeah, the, the first movie takes place in 3,978. In Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Say that? That doesn't make any sense. That, that's okay. That's just wrong then, because that he mentions that he is in the year three thousand nine hundred fifty-five, which means he would have arrived thirteen years earlier. No, uh, even more. Uh, fifty-five, six, seven, five, twenty, twenty, that... twenty-three years uh, later. Yeah, and that's. Earlier. I think that's the the year they mention in the third one when Zera and and Cornelius say that they've traveled. Back in time, then they asked him what was the yeah. what was the date dial set on thirty nine. No, left. she says thirty nine seventy something. Oh yeah, that's true. That's the thing. Uh, everything is wrong about the second movie. <laughs> um, they fact checked a little bit wrong, <coughs> and uh, yeah, they just they mixed up some it numbers. Um, which is why, yeah, I gotta say though, I enjoyed it much more than I did the first time I watched it. The first time, because I want, I think I want to see it like twice, maybe three times now. Um. I did not enjoy it at all. I was like, this is just cheap. That's kind of James Franciscus is a bad leading man. All he does is run away. Do you think of that? He never like fight. Oh, he yeah. always runs away. He's a fucking... I mean, I don't and his coward, entire but... reasoning to bring uh, Nova with him is because she's, again, pretty. Yeah. Like, show me the way. You're pretty. Show me the way. You're pretty. That's all he says to her, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's basically Taylor's reason as well, to be fair, so... Sure, sure. Yeah, but he's more of a he's more of a leading man, you know. Yes. And I and I, I, I think that's kind of um kind of a, a mirror There's this charm about him somehow. Yeah. But it's also mirrored in uh the fact that I think James Franciscus never really had a great career. Once again, this was kind of I mean that's not a name start. you recognize. No, yeah. Uh, he didn't really go very far. He started he he made Jesus and Made a lot of stuff though. Twenty nine, sorry, twenty nine movies. <laughs> twenty nine movies. Bunch of TV stuff. Though. Yeah, lots of TV stuff. He became a TV guy. He was never. He was never a movie movie star. No. Um. And he quit in the eighties, so he he didn't go on for that long either. No. He has, well, I mean that yes, like if you're a working actor, you can you maybe you wanna, you know, you kinda wanna retire as a regular person. You work for 30, 40 years and then you retire. That's what he did. Yeah, but he worked for like twenty years. We started in fifty seven. Okay, sorry, thirty years, yeah. Yeah. Because he his last thing was like in eighty eight or something. Ninety one. What? He made the twenty ninth street a movie in nineteen ninety one. Eighty six is the last one I can see. In movies, with three episodes, uh, with three episodes of the Veliki Transport. That was in eighty six. Okay, the last thing I saw is is Secret Weapons, which is a television movie from nineteen eighty five. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Oh, I'm I'm looking at IMDb. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, yeah, he's not as strong as a leading man. Uh, it's no. half of the movie is a repeat. The second half is uh, interesting but silly. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, it's not like him and Nova are like the main characters by then. We don't care about them anymore. I was just curious about the fucking mutants. Yeah, and then they and they bring back they bring back Taylor, and immediately uh, Brent is like a second the second. Ca- oh yeah, he's the beta. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the second character, um, a beadle, whatever it's called, supporting role. Yeah. Um, 
but let's talk a little bit about the mutants because they they are interesting. They are. It's also like cool. That's a very very cool sci-fi concept. Kind of reminds me of the um, the pilot of Star Trek, where you also have like super evolved humans who don't have to speak. They use like their mind to talk and create illusions oh, yeah. and stuff. The man trap. Um. Uh, they're they're a peace loving society. Once again, just like just like the apes, they just want to like be left alone and live. You know, they'll live over there. We'll live over here. You know, we don't yeah. have any we don't have any beef. <clears throat> They just want to pray to their bomb, <laughs> yeah, their doomsday weapon. But we're uh, yeah, um, we don't get to see enough of their society though to like fully understand them because all we see is them worshiping, and then they go, "Hmm, we are gonna be attacked. Let's just nuke them." <laughs> we'll, we'll, no, we'll hide. That's what they say. We'll hide, and if we really have, oh, to yeah, blow them up. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. Like, do they eat? Because we see no. Yeah, we, like, that's also like trace of that. Obviously, like cost cutting. <laughs> we only see their church. We see like a couple of hallways, a jail cell, and one yeah jail that's cell. That's it. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, we there, there's no like world building there like it was in the first movie with the ape city. We don't see anything of the city there. Um, that's where they should have like they should have cut down on the the repeat and went much faster to the, the mutants and then developed them instead of, like, having all these extra scenes in the ape city. Yeah. Yeah, like, but but in the same time, you have to introduce... that's And that's why the second movie just doesn't work. Because you still have to introduce the fact that apes are the dominant species and humans are animals sure. to Brent so that he can underst- so he can be caught up to speed to where Taylor is before they meet the actual new interesting stuff in this movie, which is... Uh, but that's the mutants. The, that's the thing, though. We get like a, a like a flashback scene almost of how Taylor um, gets kidnapped, I guess, yeah. by the mutants. What if we just like pick it up where him and, and and Nova are riding in the desert, and they discover all these these weird phenomena, and then Taylor gets sucked into the the void and he disappears, and then we cut to him being in the mutant yeah, city. Yeah, it's it's Taylor's and that's Brent. where the movie starts. Yeah, yeah we. We follow Taylor as he uh, experiences this mutant society instead. But then we can't have we can't have the monkeys, and the, that's what the people yeah, want. They want the monkeys because it's the planet of the apes. You need the apes. Yeah. Um, no, that would have been a much more interesting sequel, and it would have made more sense. Yes, I, if they I, focused I, on the mutant part. I agree with you, and you could still have the the apes. You could have all the scenes where the apes are like, "Well, we've heard rumors of uh, of you know great fires in the sky out in the Forbidden Zone, and yeah, parties have disappeared. We're going to we're going out there. We're going to kill whatever's uh, you know." I mean, out they could there. still have the uh, the like, "Oh, we need to find this Taylor dude because he's gonna revolutionize the humans and he's gonna make them attack us. We need to stop him before he can build his own army or something." Yeah, yeah, this. The second, the second movie, so it, it kind of paints itself into a corner all the time. Yeah. Where you're like, well, we have to do this, and I have to do this now. And then the apes come in here, like, how are we going to end this? There's not going to be, like, a peace. Well, uh, I guess we'll just blow up the earth. <laughs> and the yeah. movie ends with them blowing up the earth. I mean, it ends with, uh, with a voiceover that says, like, well, this insignificant planet in this insignificant galaxy... Uh, just became another, you know, just exploded, and then everything was over. Yeah. Bye. This one, <laughs> this one isn't technically based on a book. It's just a sequel. Like yeah. they just continued <clears throat> on whatever theme no, they I had. I don't think any of the other. There are only there's only one Planet of the Apes book. Yeah. yeah, 
And they just kept going with it. Yeah. Kind of. Um, it does work better when you get to the third one, though. <laughs> definitely. But I just want to just want to expand a little bit on on the uh, the the worship of the bomb. One, oh yes. Once again, it it adds into the whole Cold War, you know, nuclear war scare that like people are yeah. literally like praying to an atom bomb. It's it's seen as the ultimate weapon, which it is. I mean, it is. Yes. It, it's the it's the ultimate deterrence, like. You better stop fucking with us, or we'll launch a nuke. Still works. Yeah, I mean, it still works. Okay. That's why we have a, we have a, what is it called? It's called deterrence. That you know, everyone has equal powers. We know if we fuck with them, they're gonna fuck back with us, and... or you know, mutually assured destruction, like which is gonna happen if everyone fires at the same time. Then we yes. are gonna blow up the Earth, basically. Basically, yes. <laughs> um. So uh, it's it's still. It's it's still an interesting concept that uh, the humans that are left, they're a peace-loving society, but they do worship an atom bomb. And that, ultimately, uh, Taylor does, in the end, he does the same thing he criticizes humanity for in the first movie. He blows it all up in the end, because at that point he realizes that even even in this sort of better version of, of, of the world, you know, war still happens. To, yeah. We're still waging war. Not even these idealized apes can can you know refrain from waging war. So you know, fuck it. And he just boop. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. When they get into that cave where the atom bomb is, yeah. the the goal of him and Brent is not to set it off at first, right? No, it is to stop the mutants from using the bomb. Exactly, and and the apes from like tearing it down because they know that oh, if you fuck with that, it might go off yeah um but then when the apes manage to t- flip it over yeah. it's like ah shit and then they all get shot at they, they, like, yeah, ah, they shit, realize they can't really the do apes, anything now no, but yeah he just realized the apes are just as bad as humans are they just come yeah. in here like sh- guns blazing shoot everyone we see like t- uh, brent of kind of representing humanity are just getting gunned down you see him getting shot yeah. in the head and you know they shoot him and he's just like fuck this basically and yeah. <laughs> better better nuke it now and start over again than wait until we nuke everything else again. Yeah. So yeah, it is a very very ballsy ending. I've only seen Yes. I mean, obviously there's movies where like, oh my god, the world ended. But there's like post-apocalypse. Sure. But I've only seen I think I've only seen two movies where the movie actually ends with the end of the world, and that's this and Terminator 3. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Like, oh shit, we don't save the world. Oh, whoa, you know. <laughs> yeah, because even in like uh, like 2012 or 2012, whatever that movie's called. Yeah, it's supposed like, to be the end of the world, the, but kind of it is the end of the world. You still have so many humans who are alive and well and will be able to repopulate the earth yeah. and everything will be fine because they've like same technology and shit. It's like, and you didn't reset though. You just, you just. Took a few steps back. Yeah, and I mean, in that movie, they even mentioned that oh, the water is receding faster than we anticipated. So yeah, yeah, it's a cop out. I never understood that one. Where the fuck did the water come from, and where the fuck did it go? Uh, wait, they explain it. I haven't seen that. I don't remember that. that. I love. I love that movie. movie. Uh, disaster movies are a a guilty pleasure, man, because they're almost always poorly written. But it's yes. so cool <laughs> when the giant tsunami comes. That's that's one of those movies we have to like do a, a, a throwback episode on. Sure. 
I'll gladly watch that movie. I love it. Uh, when they're running away from the giant pyroclastic cloud in a, in a, in yes. a fucking airplane. Oh, it's so cool. Anyway. anyway. They're driving a limo yes. through a collapsing skyscraper. <laughs> Come on. Anyway. Anyway. Beneath the Planet of Apes. Yes, it ends on such a like definitive note as well. Yeah. Like you can't. Technically, you couldn't really do anything no, after there's this. there's no planet it's just, left. It's, it's over. I do like it how they, uh, not retcon it, kind of, but they like backtrack yeah, to go they, like, yeah, wait. They figure out a way. There is something. But that was There's one way we could continue. Yeah, that that was I think partly because uh, uh, Charlton Heston said like, yeah, I'll do. It. He didn't want to do a sequel. Um, he, I mean, when you when you listen to the behind the scenes stuff, everyone knows it was like, <clears throat> excuse me. Everyone nowadays, I think, mainly thinks of him as the 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 gun guy. Because from from Bowling for Columbine, you see that one. They'll take my rifle from my cold dead hand scene. Oh yeah, which kind of paints him as like a. I mean, he was wasn't a he wasn't a bad guy, but you know he was you know he was that as well. But if you look at the behind the scenes stuff of Planet of the Apes, he's kind of a he's kind of a nerd. He loves like sci fi stuff. That's why he wanted to yeah. do Planet of the Apes. It said somewhere in the trivia that, like, he... No, wait, that was for the Beneath the Planet. Someone took this way too seriously. I think it was James Francisco, though. Sorry, I confused them. Oh. Yeah, but I know... So he, But he was still not interested in making a sequel because back then, you know, actors and stuff, they knew, hey, sequels, that's cheap. You're just trying to make a repeat. You want to make something new, don't you? Yeah. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh yeah, so he said like yeah, I'll I'll do it like I'll I'll have like a supporting role. That's why he's only in like half the movie, barely. Um and he said like but after this I'm not doing anymore. So I want a definitive ending here. I'm cuz you're not going to yes. rope me into a third one. So instead of like just killing his characters because he'll keep on they're like how about we blow the planet up? <laughs> He's yeah, like, we'll okay. just delete everything. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's interesting. That's very interesting. But yeah, then t- the movie was still a success. Uh, like we said, it had a a budget of two point five million, so less than half of the last movie. Still made nineteen million back, so that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um. So they're like, well, we can't stop now. How the hell do we write a third one? Well, we already have time travel. We have traveled f- back uh, forward in time. How about we just travel back in time? Yeah. When Earth is still a thing. Um, And then we have, of course, uh, Escape from Planet of the Apes, which is a great title. Yes. Um, where Cornelius, Sierra, and Dr. Milo, which we haven't seen before, I think he's he's only yeah. there to like explain the time travel stuff in the beginning. Um, yeah. They... they um, <sighs> And how how the ship was was salvaged from the lake because yeah. it was Milo who did it. Uh, they leave right before, right as war breaks out. They decide to get into the spaceship, and yeah, try to try to. I don't know. They go into space. I don't, they don't really. They say just want to get out yeah, of there. They don't know. And the, when the blast happens, they see the, it, the, yeah. the, the they see it, and like the they say like the the, the what's it called? Trick the blast wave. wave. Yeah. The blast wave. Jesus. Um somehow alters their course which is why they kind of travel back in time i yeah. think yeah i like i i don't i'm i don't know science 
But I'm guessing doesn't seem like it works that way. But sure, why not? I, no, I, no, you know what? You know what? I thought of t- as I was watching it today, um, and I, I was just thinking of how they explain tachyons in uh, Watchmen. Um, I don't know if you, this is. I do not remember no, that part. This is way. This is way too long. But <laughs> it, you know, um, uh, what's his name? The big blue guy. <laughs> yeah. Whatever he's called, Doctor Manhattan. That's his name. Manhattan, yeah. Doctor Manhattan. He can he he I'll say Mr. Universe, but he, <laughs> he exists in like the fourth dimension. Like he 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 experiences yes. time as a constant. Like it's it's always the past, present, and future for him. He can see everything all yeah. the time. But there is a spot in the future which he cannot see. Um because oh, there right. are tachyons firing from that point in time. So tachyons um I mean this is so this is not I don't know if this is real science, it's watchman science. Yeah, um, sure. They are they they are, they are affecting time in that place in time, um, and we know from later in the movie that that is a giant explosion that destroys New York City, um, yeah. which is of course uh, the bad guy, whatever his name is, the calculator man. Um, yeah, whatever. Smartest man alive, Osmandias. He blows up. He blows it up. Uh, you know, uh, in the shape of an alien from the comic book. I was about to say, isn't that supposed to be like a giant octopus yeah, or something? Yeah, in the comic book, it is supposed to be a giant alien that comes down to Earth and explodes. In the in yeah. the movie, it is supposed to be Dr. Manhattan who destroys New York. Yeah. Anyway, so a giant explosion, especially a nuclear explosion, explosion? yeah, uh, yes. releases tachyons. Tachyons affect time. So they get hit by this blast wave. So instead of moving f- further forward into time like they should have because they're traveling at the speed of light, they now travel backwards in time. That's yeah. my explanation for it. <laughs> I mean, if if the ship somehow managed to travel forward in time when they sh- left Earth the first time and ended up on the planet of the apes, why the fuck couldn't they go backwards? Well, eh. if you want to get into actual science there, uh, traveling forward in time just has to do with speed and gravity. Oh, yeah, that's true. Backwards that's true, that's is true. a lot more complicated, but in theory you can. But you can't just, like, go fast and you'll travel backwards. No. So, that's why I'm, that's why I'm thinking, ah, explosion... Uh, radiation, tachyons, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Also, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, they end up back on Earth in like the uh, 1972 or three or something. Is supposed to yeah, seventies at least. Yeah. Um, it's that I think they mentioned that it's supposed to be like uh, four months after Taylor and Brent left. They say two two ships. I'm guessing four months since yeah. Brent left. Maybe six months since Taylor left. Something like that. Yeah. Which makes like sense because it's supposed to take place slightly in the future from the first movie, which was made in 68. So, yeah, early 70s. Which is why they also assume that it's going to be either Brent or Taylor coming out of that ship yeah. when they beach it. Well, they see that the ship is Taylor's ship, I'm guessing from some sort of marking or number or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, he's back. Yeah. But instead, and then, yeah, <gasps> which is. What a fucking Apes. opening. Once again, we, we got to talk about how great all these movies just fit together. And how, like, them- both thematically, but also visually. Like, the first movie ends on a beach. The first movie starts yeah. on that beach. Because um, yes. it kind of picks up where the f- first movie ends. The, th- the third one, then, starts on a beach. You're like, oh, we're back. We're back. But the planet exploded. And then we hear a chopper. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. And you see there's humans in it. You're like, we're in our time. What the fuck? Uh-huh. Oh, it's so good. But that- And then we see the spaceship... In the waters outside of of uh, the coast of California, like oh, that is it's so I just love that and just it's such a little thing like we'll start it on a beach, 
So it looks the same. Especially since they're all like, every time it's the same kind of ship and they've all landed in water. Yeah. In the first two movies, you see humans exit one way or another. Yeah. And here they climb out. And here they climb out. And- <gasps> they're apes. Apes. You're like, the what? hell? Yes, it's so good. So now, now this is the closest we get to like uh, bad science fiction, though. I gotta say, though, before we go there, I love Escape from the Planet of the Apes. It isn't as good, well-made as the first one. Um, no. But the concept of intelligent apes in our world is amazing. Yes. You just see them, you know, trying on suits. He smokes a cigar, <laughs> which we already saw that. But, I mean, now it's with humans. And, like, hang out with humans, especially in the, the you know, the, the rockin' 70s, you know, with all the, yeah. the colors and the music. And if, <clears throat> the way, the way it's it's fascinating to see how society, I mean, first, of course, the, the military gets scared. But as soon as, as, like, the rest of society gets a glimpse of them, they're like... Oh, but this is such a novel thing. Yeah, this is like, fun. Th- Instead of being scared of of potentially, you know, an ape uprising or or just intelligent other beings, like most of the time in sci-fi movies, when we have an alternate uh, species being as intelligent as us yeah. or as close to us, there's this fear. Sure, we have fear as well in this one, but it's like one guy technically who's like, "This is not good." Yeah. Everyone else just goes. This is fun. Let's make a show out of yeah. it. <laughs> Which is also let's put them on radio and and on TV and and I mean, there's one that's really weird how they um separate um Sarah and um Cornelius Cornelius and they get very different experiences well, in the human world. It's the seventies, <laughs> so you know, women go to a women's lib movement and guys go to watch a boxing match. You know, that's what guys do. Yeah. yeah. I love how they have the same issues as we do, though. Like, why, when you ask a man to make the bed, you end up making the bed yeah. or whatever she says. <laughs> yeah, same issues here. Uh, Guess that doesn't change no matter where society is. I, I, I made, in my mind, a very funny joke about that line. But yeah, because <laughs> she, she says, she says, women has heads as well as hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Anyway, I'm not going to repeat it. It's not nice. Anyway. Um, I think I get where you're <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you can do with those hands and heads. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Poor choice of words. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, oh, no. You just said brains instead of heads. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Um, yes. Yeah, they're, they're like a novelty. Uh, almost. Uh, and, you know, celebrities yes. come and hang out with them in their swanky hotel suite. You know, uh, and and they kind of become they they kind they kind of become you know. Uh, uh, this is gonna sound human. horrible, but you know what it you know what it it, it reminds me of. No? I don't I don't I can't think of a specific movie. But, uh, well, actually, it's kind of like George of the Jungle, <laughs> when they take this primitive creature into the city mm. and they get to experience the the culture and 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 the sophistication of humans in the city. Not just George of the Jungle. I mean, there are other movies where, like, isn't it like a prince from Africa or something? With the um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, isn't Going that the kind America? of the same thing? Yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah. 
this is a little bit more extreme, extreme, obviously, but it kind of looks like that, which made me just think like, this is, this is racism in another way. Well, yeah, that's what I want to get to a little <laughs> bit. Cause that's, that, cause this is, this is once again, it is kind of a repeat of the first movie, but in reverse, cause here it is yeah. speaking apes who come to, uh, humans and, you know, humans are kind of scared of them putting them in, in cages and we treat apes as animals. Yeah. Um, which, hey, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not as extreme, though. We don't, I mean, yeah, no. we do experiment on apes, but we're not, we're not like, our religious leaders aren't scared of apes. It, that's another reversal here. The, 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 the guy who's actually scared of the apes um, is, is, is not a religious leader in this one. He's a scientific leader. He's the scientific yes. uh, advisor to the president. That's also, like, a fun reversal there. That In the first movie... Even though there was like a weird like amalgamation of science and religion, it was ma- mainly sure. the religious people who were like scared of humans. Here, it was the religious aspect of yeah, it, so it is, that feared the development. Yeah, here it is the scientist who is scared of the apes and what they represent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you have where where this movie it deals deals a little bit maybe with racism. Like, um, but but more in like a, I would say, more in like a, um, I mean, more with like immigration, because here we have people, yeah. um, who are who are brought in from another country, and and um, you know, the refugees, and we kind of we kind of treat them as celebrities because they're 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 emigrating from another time, so it's not just you know, yeah. it's not just people from the Ukraine coming over to where, where no, it's a little bit you know, extreme, yeah. Um, but you know, it's kind of it's kind of a novelty. Like, ooh, especially back then, because immigration wasn't as big as it is now. Yeah. Um. So and instead of wanting to learn of their culture, you just want to push our culture on a them. little bit. Yeah. And as soon as the <clears throat> as soon as the novelty wears off, people you know people start getting getting scared instead. Yeah. And so they go from being like on national TV to being hunted in a, in a boat in a ship graveyard. Yes. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. I mean they do they do make one made major mistake which is, you know, tips the scale a lot. Well, they were already it's going It's the accidental killing. Yeah, well they were already going to be uh they were already going to abort their baby and uh, uh castrate sure. them, so. But it wasn't until the killing made pu- was made public that the the, the rest of the society had like the same fears of them because they didn't know about. We don't really the, see the, the rest of society. We don't get to do see we? that. That's yeah, true. Yeah, we really only see no, the, the. But we don't get to see like people going. Oh, where did Milo? Not Milo. Where did the Cornelius? Cornelius yeah. and and Zaya Zira. Where did they go? No. We, they kind of like. It just it loses its novelty, I guess. Yeah. What, what? And people stop caring. Once again, I would say that is because of diminishing budgets. Because now they have sure, even less yes. money than the last movie. The last movie had two and a half millions. This has two million dollars to work with. Um, and they wasted it all on the first scenes of them like partying and yeah, trying on clothes. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, like we don't have money to build any sci- science fiction cities. We'll just shoot it in California. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. But hey, it works. Like I said, it, it's, oh, it's yeah. still a fun movie. I mean, Zera. When quickly, want to get back to that also. Like the the um, which is something I wish they kind of expanded on, um, to see Cornelius and Zera kind of become like humans, kind of become mm-hmm. as bad as humans are, and they realize like, oh no, 
and they see the, the they see the the bad part of humanity. Like maybe there was something to Doctor Sayers and his ideas about humanity, because we see Zira, even though it's very short and really only like two or three scenes. They they hinted her like becoming addicted to alcohol, grape juice plus. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yes. like, ooh, she wants grape juice plus, and like, oh, I have a headache, I'm sleepy. Like she's been drinking a lot. Or we see we see Cornelius sitting in his <clears throat> in his um in his fancy bathrobe watching TV, going like, haha, in his yeah. in his fancy uh, fancy hotel room. Um, which it reminds me so much of uh I don't remember what the. What's it called? It's a Seinfeld episode. I think it's called the Beeper or the Personal Pager or whatever. Um, where Seinfeld's parents get to live for free in like the presidential suite in some ho- oh, hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. And they invite Uncle Leo and Grandma, whatever her name is, and they just because Grandma. everything is free, <laughs> they just act like it's complete debauchery. Like they're they're yeah. all drunk watching watching like five movies at the same time, ordering porn, ordering escorts. <clears throat> grandma just because they just can, just because they can. Yeah, grandma's drinking champagne, and <laughs> she's it's so good. She says, "Oh, the champagne's gone flat." And and uh, uh, Seinfeld's mom is like, "Grandma, whatever her name is, grandma's, but you, it's like you." You, you can't drink that now. And she's like, eh, throws the glass over her head and crashes. What are you doing? Like, Let the maid deal with it. And everyone starts yeah. laughing. <laughs> I almost wish that they went that far before they realized, like, oh, fuck, we're just like humans. And at that yeah. point, humans started turning on them because, no, we don't want to join you in your parties. We don't want to do this and this and that. And that's when they started turning. Expand a little bit on it. I mean... Yes, as it is, they're kind it of still it works. They're kind of showing us, yes, because they're kind of showing us the audience that like, you realize how bad the shit you're doing yeah. is if you compare what the these apes were in the first movie and how they're being as soon as they get to human technology and the way we've developed our society in the seventies. Yeah. Like it takes them a few days, if even that, to become, you know, just like humans, as addicted human and, and lazy, yeah. and yeah. Like we are so easily persuaded. Yeah. So yeah, the message comes Obviously, across. Like, I just wish we yes. could have seen a little bit more of it because that that would be fun. Yes. It's indulgent. So I guess this is. I would have wanted very more concise, of the. Which is um, good, I guess. Sure, I would have wanted more of the uh, the. Uh, you call me an animal? Because do you do you, like when they first walk into the party? Did you realize that both of the women who start talking to Zira are like from? animal things yeah. one of them is like a pet magazine and the other one's from like a Bird feather it? It's one of the magazines yeah. yeah and the other one's like from a shelter or something oh, okay. like I didn't realize how do you that. feel about it's, it's another like animal organization of some sort wait why <laughs> hey. just because they're animals i mean sh- celebrities get interviewed by like gossip magazines and fashion magazines and yeah. stuff sure this is the- but just because they're apes <laughs> But this is the only yeah. this is the only time a pet magazine journalist has a chance to go to a swanky uh, you know celebrity sure. party. <laughs> so, but I'm not sure why what the like connection is no. there. Like, what is Zara going to talk about? They don't have pets like. But it's kind of like, to show that we don't respect them because in our yeah, eyes they're yes. still apes. They, I mean, they even call yeah, them monkeys from time they're to time. They're animals. Yeah. yeah. They yes, that becomes a slur. The monkeys. Yeah. Don't call us monkeys. Which, Which is you know the, catab- the mm, catalyst catalyst yeah. for yeah it's yeah. the M word, mm-hmm. mm. and it's the catalyst for the accident which causes them to having to run yeah away. exactly 
That was not correct sentencing. <laughs> which causes them to have... Oh. It causes the accident, yeah. Yes, that, that forces makes them... Forces them to run away. Forces them to run away. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> English! Um, but here's also where we get a lot of the foreshadowing for the other movies, and really the prequels. Yes. Because Cornelius tells of the, you know, the backstory of ape society, of, you know, of the, the stories that the lawgiver told us that yeah. um, in the future, we don't know exactly when, there was a plague, cats and dogs died out, and of course mm-hmm. humans need, need, need pets, so they took apes as pets. But after a few, they say like a couple of centuries, it's 200 years, they realize that apes can actually do like menial tasks, you know, shopping, yeah. cooking, you know, waiting tables and stuff. Cleaning. Um, so they became slaves yeah. or servants. And for 300 years, they were slaves until one of them said no. Said yeah. no. And they, they, oh, they, no, they, 300 years, they, they realized, they found out about the concept of slavery, and that's when one of them said no. Yeah. Um, and that's what led to, what led to like the war that eventually uh, destroyed the world. Apes survived; humans didn't. And yeah. we get to the first Planet of the Apes movie, and why the Forbidden Zone is the way it is. Um, yeah. Now the people hear this and like, yeah, they're like, okay, well, but that's a long time from now, um, like two thousand years, basically. So they're yes. like, okay, all right, and it's just it's a story, whatever. Um, but then the doctor, Hasline. By the way, did you recognize the name Hasline? No, was I supposed yeah. to? Yeah, Dr. Uh, Hasline is, um, or at least the, in the first movie, they talk about Dr. Hasline, Hasline's theory of time travel. He He's the oh. guy who kind of uh, engineered uh, uh, the time travel and kind of, I guess, was spearheading the mission, Taylor's mission. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he's also one who talks about the infinite regression uh, theory, which I don't really know why they bring yeah. it up. That has something to do with traveling backwards in time. Which, I don't know. Anyway, he realizes then, like, okay, so humanity will be wiped out at some point, and it all starts with intelligent apes. Hey, we have two intelligent apes here. I guess we gotta not knock yeah. them out, so they so that will never happen. Or at least it won't happen now, yeah. I guess. So, you know, where a lot of people see, like, something just silly, funny, some people see something beautiful, like you know, the the uh, Stevie and, what's the guy? Animal psychiatrist Louis. called? Louis. Louis, yeah. They see something... Wait, none of them is called Stevie, though. It's Stephanie, but they, they call, call her Stevie, Stevie I guess. Yeah. They call her Stevie yeah. all the time. I was thinking... It's Dr. Louis Dixon and Dr. Stephanie Brandon. Right. Louis and, and Stewie. Stewie. Stewie? <laughs> Stevie. <laughs> Um, but Hasline sees, yeah, he sees uh, a threat to the to the world, basically. Yes. Um, especially when he finds out that Zera is pregnant. Yes, yes, because then you know, uh, an intelligent. It's ape like, oh, is that mate. the predecessor to? Yeah. yeah, is that the one that will say no eventually? Yeah. And then, then it is uh, something I've never picked up before. Um, first of all, there's a lot of similarities uh, between his ideas. And uh, like um, uh, this, like uh, not, not not that there's like a specific name for it, but like the new a new world order thing. Have you heard of the Georgia Guidestones? Yes, I recognize the name. <clears throat> it's like a monument 
It was erected in the 70s. Hey, um, that's like four or five stones that were put up somewhere in Georgia, hence the name. Um, it was supposed to like sort of resemble uh, Stonehenge. Because they wanted the guy who did it supposedly said he because he wanted something like grand like Stonehenge, but in America. But on the Georgia guidestones are like written like rules for you know uh, rules for a better society, uh, and they talk a lot about like uh, you know how how to fix the environment, how to fix that you know stuff like population control and stuff like that. And it's kind of funny because Haslam brings that up um, when he talk when he talks to the president. Like, they will eventually like destroy humanity. This is the beginning. He's like, yeah, well, like, not during my constituency, so I don't care, or or my mandate. <laughs> so like, let the people in two thousand years deal with that if it happens. Which, yeah, you can't do anything about it now. You don't even know if it's actually going to happen the way the monkey said it would. Sorry, ape. Hello. Oh. Yeah, sorry, I'm reading about it. it's nineteen eighties. Oh, eighties. Okay, sorry. Um. So that was. Before the movie? No. Oh, the movie came before yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, but the the ideas of that, uh, there's this, the Rome Society or something, which was started in the 60s, which had the same ideas. I mean, okay, yeah, the sure. whole thing with population control has always been in a thing, you know. But anyway, anyway. Um, yeah. It's kind of funny they bring that up. Um, so, so we, I mean, the, the message is kind of good. I'm just reading through the, the eight. The, the 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 message the ten yeah rules. If you go deeper into it, though, there's a lots of problems because their their way of like how they're gonna progress humans, the human species is basically eugenics, which is sure. I mean, it's 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 communism in the way that it looks. No, good no, on no, paper, no, no, no. It's, it's look at it. killing people who are undesirable and just just oh yeah. like if. But that's not that's not written on the stone. That's like if you look deeper into it. Yeah, the ten rules are just. Ten rules, but isn't one of really good, isn't, good isn't rules? Isn't one of them about um, how how we will have create like, genetic, genetically superior humans? Um, no, maintain humanity under five hundred five. I don't know how many million. zeros make five hundred million in perpetual balance with nature. Doesn't say how, but you know, maintain humanity under that number. Yeah. Guide reproduction wisely, ah, improves fitness and diversity. That's what you mean. Okay, How yeah. do you guide Unite humanity with the living uh, diversity. Yeah, di- yeah. Well, but- make sure you mate with something that's not from your own race. I yeah, suppose. sure. But what happens if you have a child with Down syndrome? Uh yeah, that's true. That- Unite humanity with a living new language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Yeah, but what's fair and just? Uh, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Yeah, that's a one-world government, which is also kind of scary, but, yeah. you know. Avoid pit- petty laws and useless officials. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I mean... Balance personal rights with social duties. Price truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave, ro- leave room for nature twice? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like on on surface level, yes, all of that is pretty damn good. It's when you look when you look yes. into it, it becomes a problem. It's how you execute. Yeah. There is actually <laughs> a really good uh video about it from a channel called The Y Files on YouTube. Uh, they they go into Georgia Guidestones, but then also go into others, you know, secret societies that have the same kind of ideals and you know how they have you know have different different ideas about how to yeah maintain you know. Yeah, ge- ge- genetic uh, superiority, superiority and stuff. 
But w- just an FYI, it's it's been partially destroyed. These stones. Yes, it was it was and, exploded uh, like a like a couple of years ago. A, a year, year ago. ago. Yeah. Ju- July sixth. Oh yeah. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. And uh, it's been closed permanently since. Yes. <laughs> um. So look into that. Actually, you know, I'll 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 I usually say this and then usually don't. But I'm actually going to put a link to that video. It's a very interesting video and a very good channel, which you should check out on YouTube. I love all these kinds of like um, conspiracy theories. Like, that, like, yes, and that conspiracy channel is theories. all about love that. that shit. Ooh, and I know yeah, what I'm and it's, and it's, diving into. <laughs> the best part about it is that no matter how insane the idea he's talking about on the channel is, he goes into it with an open mind and actually like. This is what happened. Like talking about like yeah, the like thoroughly talk about it, not just like pointing yeah. out the ridiculousness. Yeah, and then after that, he like debunks it. Like, but unfortunately, sure. this is reality. It's like, ah, damn it! Every yeah. time, it's so good. Anyway, sorry. That is mentioned apparently in the movie. <laughs> yes, he mentions population control. Like we have, oh, uh, he, he mentions, oh yes, because uh, the president says we'll deal with that when the time comes. We'll deal with it later. Yes. Hopefully it's not during our uh, presidency <coughs> yeah, time, exactly. whatever he says, you call yes, it. Yes, yeah. we'll deal with it later. Just like, like, just like global warming, just like population control. We'll deal with it later. Well, yeah. now we have a chance to deal with one of the problems now. So he wants to deal with this this very, um, this very, very prescient uh, like threat against humanity. It's these two apes, three apes technically, yes. that are the beginning of the end of humanity. So we deal with it now. Which it doesn't really add up to me because as far as we know, that that monkey, that ape that will eventually say no is first of all, he's supposed to be like two thousand years almost two thousand years into the future. Yeah. Them existing now, just the two of them and just the one offspring, how will that like propel that um scenario into now? Because can they? Because if their baby mates with a primitive ape, they can create intelligent apes. So we will have intelligent but that, apes. That would mean that they would have to like skip over the whole plague yeah, thing that killed it, off all the cats and dogs. And then it might just go directly to apes evolve, humans devolve. Oh yeah, that's so that's true. what he sees. Them evolving too fast and just going, hey, we're stronger than you. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What he he's only seeing he's only seeing the ape side of the problem. He's not seeing the fact that humans like devolved. It wasn't because apes yeah. evolved. Um, once again, he's acting out of fear. You know, yeah. a lot, lot we talked about in the prequel episode. It's acting out of fear. That's what racism is. So Colonel Mustard, <laughs> <laughs> Colonel whatever Colonel, Colonel is a little Woody bit Harrison of Doctor. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of Doctor um, um, Hasline yeah, as well. Yeah. So Hasline acts fear out of fear. Of the unknown. Like, yeah. yeah. It goes to a bit of an yeah. extreme. But one, one, because once of again, it. like, he's doing it to save humanity, which is also always a good thing in these movies, at least up to this point. The characters are not just, like, good and evil, they are uh, com- more complex than that. Yeah, so there's, there's you know, it, both like, sides oh, I to it. Fucking all. hate monkeys! I'm gonna kill them. No, he, he's doing it because he's scared that it might, that like, uh, um, might destroy yeah, the human exactly. race. And Zira and Cornelius are supposed to be these like su- super progressive uh, 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 scientists from from this better society, really. 
but she still talks like, oh, it stinks of gorilla and it stinks of man. Mm-hmm. She's, she's very, very opinionated. She's very dismissive of other races of apes and uh, of humans. Really. Yeah. And honestly, Cornelius acts on his emotions too much, which is why he accidentally kills a yeah. human. Even though he tries to be the reasonable one of them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He still goes, I was about to say ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's somehow racist. <laughs> Realize that. That's why I kind of stopped myself. Uh, you know no, what I mean? Ab- absolutely. Yeah, I'm joking, of course. Um, yes. But that's. that's I what I li- can, can we be racist for apes? No, because we're different race. No, we're different species. So, yeah, we can. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess true, we can true. be speciesist. Speciesist. Yeah. Also, I mean, we don't have uh, intelligent apes that can be offended exactly. by it, I guess. We, so we can cares? go up to. Well, as they mentioned in this as well. Apes can, however, get depressed. The gorilla in the beginning is depressed. Sure. That's a real thing. Hey, another well, yeah. Seinfeld reference. All animals can get... All animals can get <laughs> yeah, I depressed. Know, I know, I know. Like, they're... Obviously, you've seen, like, dogs and cats be depressed, especially when they lose, like, a family member. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, dogs are depressed all every over the day. Unit. Their owner leaves them. Oh, yeah. As soon as they leave, like, oh, my life is over. I, and then we get home... <sighs> Best time of the I world. Saw, I saw ever. that so clearly. I mean, I knew of that. And I I mean, I've seen it before, but I've never... It was so It was so clearly displayed uh, yesterday um, when uh, Cassandra... I don't know. Okay, I'm just using the first name. doesn't matter. Uh, a, 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 um, <laughs> a co-worker. A co-worker, that's the word. A co-worker, she, has, she for some reason had to bring her dog to work yesterday. So, I, and I was having lunch. And she she came in, was supposed to have lunch as well. She puts down her dog on a chair and has to go to actually... It's a small dog, I assume. Small dog. Yeah, so I think it's a chihuahua. I think it was some sort of chihuahua. Okay. Mix, maybe. Um, and then has to go get her lunch. She's gone for like five, ten minutes. And the dog is kind of like, oh, whatever. Because, you know, uh-huh, I'm here all alone. Other people are petting it. Yeah. So it's, it's calm like that. But as soon as the dog hears uh, her owner's voice again... Or, or the owner's voice again. Yeah, it just went bananas. It was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, it perks up You're crazy. Yeah, like, I'm not alone in this world. And it's like, all right, that's because for those five minutes, that dog was like, oh, my owner's do- dead. She's gone. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. abandoned me. I'm never going to see, see her again. again. I'm all alone in this world. And like, oh my god, you're alive. You're back. And I was like, yeah, all right, it's, that's it, true. They don't have like uh, the memory thing. They can't like. Oh, they're gone. They don't exist anymore. Since it defeats it, as they said. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, that doesn't translate <laughs> no, well, though. <laughs> can't see it doesn't exist. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, is you know, dogs are man's best friend, but men are definitely dogs' best friend. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to the movie. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so they, yeah, they, they, the, uh, the the committee, the presidential committee, decides that yeah, we're not going to kill the apes, but we are going to kill the baby in utero, abort, abort it, it basically, yes. yeah, and then we are going to uh, uh, render the the castrate apes, them. yeah, uh, infertile, <laughs> yeah, castrate them in a humane oh, way. Yeah. I think they mentioned in like in a good way. way somehow. There is no humane yeah. way to castrate or neuter anyone. No, 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 no. no. Especially not like I mean, I mean, I'm even if you do it like. Chimp- chemically so there's no like pain or anything you still remove one of the like core tenets of humanity which is yeah. reproducing like 
of any living yeah, creature, creature yeah. not just humanity. It's like a, it's a biological right. Yeah. More or less. I mean, sure, there are people who are born without the ability, well, obviously, yeah, but, but, the, 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 but it's, it's technically, it's like a biological yeah, right to be able to. Yeah, 99.999% of humans and yeah. animals, yeah. Yes. So to forcibly remove that, you would just you would defy nature yeah, exactly. to remove that. <laughs> it's against God. <laughs> it's against nature, I'd yeah. say. <laughs> to forcefully do that, at least. I like though they 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 sneak that in. Hasline says that is something about God, if there is one. He says. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they decide that, and that's when Zira and uh, Cornelius decide like we have to get the fuck out of here. That's when they kill the yeah. orderly who's getting them, getting them food um, and run away with the help of uh, Stevie and the other doctor guy. Lewis. Lewis, right. Stevie sticks out because the, it's Stevie uh, next to me, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they end up at the, uh, well, they end up first at the Armando Circus. Zoo. No, the um, circus. Yeah. Where we meet Ricardo Montalban. Um, yes. Who we'll see more of in the next movie. Um. They must have planned like a sequel when they made this I one. They're like, "Yeah, so. we're gonna make I another think one." So, because they're very closely connected. Because exactly, and I mean, what, this one ends. Yeah, exactly what Cornelius so talks about in this movie happens in the fourth movie. So, yeah, at this point, I think they had planned it. Yeah, which is like, whoa, they were franchising. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. No. In the in the seventies. Yeah. Um. But then, uh, yeah. So they escape. Uh, the cops and Hasline go looking for them. They catch up with them um, after she has given birth to baby Milo at the circus. Um, yes, and she did a little switcheroo. Yeah. Which... Which... I'm not entirely sure. Like, I mean, she wants her baby to survive no matter yeah. what, and I'm guessing... I mean, she's planning on coming back to them. Couldn't she just... Did she have to bring a baby at all then? Uh, because she just left? They, they are looking... For for a baby, though, I think. Yeah, but, like, where are they... How are they gonna... I mean, yeah, they do end up going to that yeah. circus. And... This, that Once again, that's also kind of... Uh, kind of making a complex... Like, she, she... Yeah, she switches out her baby with the... Circus's chimpanzee, Eloise, who has a baby as well. Yeah. Um, um, and she does it, yeah, mainly to, like, in case they get caught... At least my child will survive instead of this primitive. Yeah. Not instead of this primitive ape, but I'd rather sacrifice no, this like, ape at, than my own. At ape. least, yeah. At baby. least my baby, baby will survive. Yeah. Which is also like that. That's Which, horrible against Eloise, the other who, ape, the other chimp. Just because she's not as intelligent as you, it's fine to yeah. kill her no, child. But that, yeah. Once again, it's a necessary evil. Like. Or, Sure. Risk her child, yeah, exactly. I suppose is the better yeah. word. So, once again, interesting choice to make for our protagonist in the movie. But then, yeah, after a brief chase in the shipyard, they get caught, brutally killed, like, just, like, yes. shot up. And we see we see Hasline just unload his gun into the baby. Just, what the fuck? It's yeah. so brutal. Um, And then, yeah, they, they, both, they both die. Uh, they both get shot. They succumb to their injuries. Yeah, Zira crawls up to to uh, Cornelius' dead body and dies. I why does she throw the baby into the water? Because though? so they couldn't check that this was not an intelligent ape. I think. Oh. But I mean, they could just fish the body. Yeah, out. but it it the DNA. They don't. They don't. They don't. I don't think they care. It's a, but if the body no, is there, they could have checked it. 
Yeah, yes. I'm thinking like something like that. There's there's someone going like, what is she doing? I think it's yeah. Stevie. They're like, what is she yeah, doing? And then it's very like leave it as a as a last thing to do. Very savage all of a sudden when you're supposed to not be a primitive ape, which is you know, yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to be something, but it's it's weird that they make that little comment like them reacting to it though. When they're not going to develop on it. I think they're it. just reacting to the fact that they're all dead. I think. Ah, uh, yeah, I suppose. But it sounds like they're like, oh, yeah, why is she throwing the body in the <laughs> no. water? But then, yeah, she... It's a little weird she, detail. She <laughs> dies uh, next to, to As well. Cornelius. Cut yes. back to the to the circus Zerkes. where we see the little baby and we realize, oh, it's baby Milo because he, uh, he has the necklace of St. Augustine? I don't remember. Saint something? Saint something was supposed to be the patron saint of animals and stuff. Yes. And then he says, Mama. I mean, which, and they loop it, which is so weird. Yeah, <laughs> you can literally see the, the looping mama, of the eight. Mama, mama. I do love that like they use like mama. real yeah. chimps to be the babies. Yes. <laughs> that is so cute. so cute. And then they grow up to be vicious monsters. Yeah, yes. Do not keep, tear do your not face keep, off. Uh, chimps no. as pets. That, they're, not they're not pets. pets. They're wild they're animals. B- wild animals that are built of like steel. They will rip yeah. you apart. The only pets that are good pets are the ones who are bred to be yeah, pets. That's it. Not there wild animals. Please stories, leave the wild animals yeah, in the wild. Being used as pets who eventually, after like 10 years, 15 years, from nowhere, just turn. Did he yeah, snap? They just turn yeah. on their owners and rip their faces off. It's disgusting. All kinds of wild animals to do that, like even lions oh, yeah, and, sure. and tigers and but shit. Even, that even like bottle feed them. You can almost like treat them as humans. All of a sudden, they just go yeah. animal on you. Yeah. I mean, a little bit like Caesar does in the Rise of yeah, the Apes, because you know. he realizes that I am a pet. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, or I'm not a pet. <laughs> or he just went. He just goes protective. Yeah. And that's uh, can't control his emotions. And that's also going to come up in Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, the next movie. Yes, which we will talk about. Which in the next episode. In another episode, yeah. yeah. And maybe not the next episode, yeah, but in another episode. Well, yeah. First of all, I have to rewatch the rest of the oh, movies yeah, me too. again. I don't remember them. I do kind of want to watch the two thousand. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, two thousand and one Planet of the Apes remake. Yeah. Yeah, but by by what's oh, his by face? Tim um, yes, the Tim Burton one. Just because I remember it looking cool yeah. as fuck. <laughs> Let's do this then, because we haven't done that in months and months. This is a big maybe, especially since we're coming up on December. If there is time, yeah. we'll do a commentary track on that movie. Ooh. If there is time, yeah, that would be fun. If we can find big the time, if. yes, that would actually yeah. be fun. You know what? I'm I'm like writing this down so I can check your calendar with you. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we're 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 gonna yes, talk about before is... the year's over. We'll talk about conquest and battle for the planet of the apes. Yes, because those were the last ones. Yes. yes, and then in the next year, and this has been another very long episode. Yeah, well, not as long. Oh no, it is. Okay, two hours. We're over two okay, hours. Sure. Um, but thank, thank you so much for listening. I hope this was enjoyable. Um, I guess I don't know. My work schedule is forked. For the rest of the month. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't think I can go see uh, Napoleon now on Wednesday. So maybe we'll have to wait we'll with that. Figure we'll figure something, something out. out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but we'll do another. We'll, we'll of course do another episode next week. Whatever it is. We'll, we'll talk about it. But yes. until then. 
Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for supporting us. Make sure to tell all your friends. Yes. Just even just give a buck. Imagine if we don't have that many listeners, but imagine if all our like 100 listeners gave us three bucks. That would be 300 bucks a month. That would be insane. That's like half my rent. I live very cheap. <laughs> that would help us out a lot. <laughs> that would pay for so many you movie would pay tickets. For all of our movie tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is ultimately was the goal of the Patreon to pay for movie tickets. So yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye.